0: of Esther in session uh, one slash two Uh, whoa hold on one second here
1: your twitches
0: got
2: it (laughs) Ah, gotcha
0: all right so um, welcome back Uh, if this is your first time joining us uh, we're happy to have you on board Uh, we've got a fun well I don't know about fun we've got an interesting session planned for tonight My name is Troy uh, Bliss. I will be the game leader for tonight's session. I will be facilitating all of the um, horror and dark fantasy and, uh, you know, helping with all of the uh, dick jokes as well. So, you know, that's a very important job. Uh, Oh, speaking of dick jokes, uh, we're going to do a little uh, (laughs) we're going to do a little warning here. uh, Content warning. Um, There are some mature themes and contents in Shadows of Estrin. And due to the uh, kind of improvisational nature of role playing in general, uh, there will be some themes that viewers may find, um, you know, inappropriate and or uh, adult, mature content. Let's just say that. So um, viewer discretion is advised. Uh, Why don't we go ahead and uh, introduce the characters uh, for the session? Um, we have posted the characters on our various accounts. Uh, I think Twitter, um, on our Facebook page, uh, etc. But if you're not familiar, we'll get things started off here. Uh, why don't, uh, why don't Christian? Why don't you start us off with your character?
3: Sure, I am um, Dregomir Vladislav. Uh, Dregomir is Tarish. Tarish. And say that I can say words. Uh, he's he's ancient for Estern, which is thirty eight. So he's just an old <laughs> fucking fart who's ready to die at like any minute. Uh, he is got um, his hair shaved except for a top knot. It's black hair, very long mustache that kind of droops. A wicked wicked sword scar over his left eye, left him a little addled. Uh, he wears chainmail, has a quaff that he usually keeps down unless he's ready to kick someone's ass, uh, and usually carries a, a bow and a curved sword with his shield. Because he's a fighting boy.
4: Perfect. I did want to...
2: <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs>
4: it looks like
0: Logan's ready for the, uh, for the session. He's adding um, to the atmosphere. Side <laughs> yes, note, I do have two little ones that I will be responsible for watching today. So I may be pulled away and or interrupted for just a moment. But the good news is I have five extraordinary players that are happy to improv while I have to take a brief leave of absence. I did want to interject really quick, Christian, and uh, one of my favorite things about role-playing games in general is I find that players draw creativity from all different experiences that they have in their lives, whether it's other forms of media or books that they've read or experiences they've had in real life. So why don't you, you, if all of you have any inspirations that you drew from for your character ideas, even if they're just loosely or vaguely based on it, talk about where that inspiration came from as well really quick.
3: Sure. Sure. Uh, mine are really simple. Uh, two pictures. One was a picture of a Cossack that I pulled up online that unfortunately I couldn't share because it wasn't uh, wasn't, uh, you know, free to use, uh, but he just looked like a badass. And that's pretty much why I wanted to play. Uh, and the second is something that you can find if you want, which is uh, the picture of the fighter and the old blue D&D experts guy. Who's a guy who's just like he's he's just beat to hell. Uh, and he's got a big long mustache, and that's where the mustache came from. You are old, man. not <laughs> <laughs> really fucking old. I, I, just, and that's I'll, and the last part is I'm old, <laughs> so I'm playing what I know. So there you go.
0: Very good, very good. And Enigo Montonio, question mark from uh, Princess Bride.
4: Was oh, that yeah, yeah, he oh was my part God, of yeah, it the. Too. Original I forgot all about that. Sad. Yeah, yes. I, yes,
3: yes.
5: Inigo Montonio?
3: Montoya. Yeah, in, in, <laughs> you, yeah Inigo Montoya.
4: Montoya. Yeah, Montoya. Yeah, Montoya. Oh, my back it's the more of Italian Vita. version. <laughs>
5: yeah. oh, that's, so it's Inigo Montoya as played by Just Antonio <laughs> Banderas, which yes. I would pay money
1: to see.
3: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Young Antonio Banderas, for sure, yeah. Yes. Perfect.
3: So that's where all my okay. stuff comes from, when I can
1: remember. Thank you.
0: Welcome. Uh, Sarah, why don't you kick us off with your character?
5: Yes. So hello, I'm Sarah. Uh, I'm going to play Aoife, spelt A-O-I-F-E, because Celtic names. Uh, Eva is a young 21-year-old tricazelian. She is angry at the world and not afraid to show it. Uh, she's a hunter. She provides, you know, food and furs for, for money. Um, she can be seen walking around with three axes, Uh, and no other weapons she has that's all she has and that's all she needs um and i the only inspiration i had for her coming in was the phrase pure of heart dub of ass and (laughs) i went from there and and just here she is this beautiful (laughs) dumb disaster
0: you drew inspiration for Aoife from a quote yeah (laughs) Uh, that's that's pretty good it's this is an example of flexing your creativity so that's that's that's
4: what you
2: need
0: um perfect and also uh for the viewers that are not aware you are the adoptive daughter of Dragomir
5: yes yep okay
0: perfect all right well speaking of adopted children uh Rainy why don't you start us off? <laughs>
1: well, well, he's not the red-headed stepchild, because uh, he has uh, brown hair. Uh, but yes, I am the twin of Aoife. Uh, my name is Ved, but I simply go by Jiao. I am a tree uh orphaned child that grew up with my sister Aoife protecting me. Uh, I did not show the prowess in physical combat that she did when we were picked up by Dragomir. Uh, but... Jauved is a resourceful, creative lad. He found a way to be helpful uh, in being a pickpocket and sneaky bastard. Um, Basically, you know, very loose morals. Wherever he could get money to help out, he did, uh, because he was not helping when they went hunting. He just hung out with his dog, Fergus. And um, yeah, my inspiration for Jauved um, was... I'm about to finish up on the last book of The Wheel of Time, which uh, is an incredible fantasy series. And I kind of based him off of Matt Cawthon, Mattram Coffin from that books, who's just a lucky, like just unnaturally lucky, kind of foppish, you know, ladies man. Uh, that was my concept. I think that Ved, though, is not as successful as Matt is in those books. I think he's just kind of a, tuss of hair uh tries to dress well but has never had anything and just tries to fake it till you make it kind of thing um and more often than not that gets him into trouble and gets him backhands from trigomir
0: so i yet to get him killed though so that's
1: good well yeah. like i said uh i think i did take a lucky advantage i believe um i didn't actually i actually took unlucky so oh well gosh, fuck me <laughs>
0: Okay. Perfect. I love it. Awesome. Thank you, Rainy. Uh, and obviously you are uh, Ipa's, uh brother, biological brother, and the adoptive son of Dragomir.
2: Aren't you guys also um, twins, right? No? no did yes. I make that up? Yes. Okay. Nope, they're twins.
0: Uh, so uh, Jess, why don't you tell us a little bit about your character and also um, kind of how you got to be with this group of people? Then we'll get into the little prelude for the uh, campaign setting. I'll give you all the quick rundown and then we'll go ahead and get going.
2: Yeah, uh, so my character's name is Charlie. Uh, she is former Lady Marlene Chardon, um, and she is just a, a runaway noble who uh, turned to the life of being a Vargal. And uh, Vargals are basically like your ranger slash messenger slash traveler person. Um, they just really get to know the lay of the land of different places that they travel to and where they kind of situate themselves. And so they know the, the areas and the best places really well. Um, yeah, Charlie, she's got short copper um, brown... Like really? Choppy kind of hair um, she's definitely cut it herself so it 's a little bit messy it 's a little bit um, short and choppy she's got these deep like sapphire blue eyes um, she's very very cheerful and friendly she loves people um, she loves meeting new people and strangers and all that sorts of things and she likes uh, leading new people to new places um, and she's got like a face full of freckles like she 's just covered in freckles um, yeah and that's that's Charlie um, and she um, is here as kind of a hired on guide for this uh, group to kind of help them get where they need to go
0: she also if i might add has some wildly uh interesting stats for somebody who lives in the wilderness and still currently lives so that's that's uh that is interesting oh
2: really do i have wild stats
0: I, well i mean just it in could the be sense from
2: the noble I don't side
0: don't of side it <laughs> whatsoever like from a combat standpoint yeah like, yeah
2: yeah that's the noble runaway side
0: violence or something she's really
2: just barely surviving she's just just playing it off really well (laughs) (laughs) funny thing about and your ability to
6: fight danger is the same stat as your ability to run away from it so you really don't have a
2: lot of options if you dump it
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's true where did you draw inspiration for charlie from jess
2: um so i am a big like I don't know, Princess Lover, right? So I, I love like all stories about Princess. Um I'm a huge fan of like Ella Enchanted and like the Tamora Pierce's like Alana series and stuff like that. So Charlie the name is actually a play on like Prince Charming, which um so it's kind of like her own savior <laughs> sort of situation. Don't laugh
1: <laughs> I love
4: that.
0: Oh, don't laugh. It's one. it's like actually from
2: Ella Enchanted, though. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my inspiration for classic runaway noble princess kind of finding it's, her way it's been
0: a hot sex since i've seen that movie but i feel like i remember liking it i thought it was pretty good it's
2: okay yeah it's okay as a movie it's better as a book it's much better as a book but mm. aren't they all yeah yes. yeah it's just very very different as a book though yeah
4: and it's
3: not you didn't take you didn't take um any inspiration from uh, the map from dora I,
2: I mean I loosely <laughs> loosely I just added that tagline because I was singing the song in my head. I was when like, "You I sing I the song singing. for
3: us in the <laughs> game."
1: I don't think we can sing the song copyright mm. reasons why.
3: Yeah. But uh, I would fair love use, fair use yeah.
1: I would love uh, Charlie to have a song that she just sings to herself while wandering the wilderness. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's basically
1: <laughs>
5: some beautiful copyright-free jaunty tune.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. Um.
2: It's
0: Charlie. Amber. Last yeah. but not least, why don't you go ahead and uh, finish us uh, finish us off here with the character introductions?
6: Yeah, so um I'm Amber and I am playing Inceptor Theo. Um Inceptor is kind of like a PhD candidate in the Magiants world. He is almost a super respected professional, very close to the end of uh, his study and sort of a um menteeship under other Magiantists. Um but basically he's a he's a young continental man. Uh, from Rage. He got into magiants as soon as he was able to. He has a big heart and he uh, got into magiants with the intention of bettering and being of service to humanity. And um, the actual practice of magiants has created a lot of conflict with the intention in him. Uh, so he's carrying a lot of trauma and troubles from some of the things that he's worked on and worked with um, in his past. Uh, and he's basically in constant conflict between his head and his heart he's very smart, but also very empathetic. And, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a hard life for him.
0: Smart of ass strong of moral integrity. <laughs>
6: yeah. And I got some inspiration from, uh, Finn, actually, the pre-generated character in one of the Esterin books. Uh, he's nice. kind of a similar character arc, uh, though I took some liberties with my own character here.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think we, uh, I think I might have even vaguely alluded to that in the uh session zero we did, uh, yeah. where I talked about how Finn's character um had the primary um like character arc of ethos uh in the or ethics, I'm sorry, in the main um Dirg campaign setting. So and how do you how did you end up on this adventure?
6: Uh he has been sent on this adventure, um, or actually he volu- he probably volunteered for it. One of the magiantists that has gone missing, uh Mason. Uh, he actually worked very closely with Adam a really difficult uh, appointment um, in a village that had been struck by plague. Uh, and they, they'd they been through some really hard times together and uh, shared similar sentiments. So when he found out that Mason had gone missing, uh, he felt um, personal responsibility and a personal need to go and find him, especially knowing he has a sick daughter back home.
5: Amber, Theo is too wholesome. He needs a much nicer world than Esther in this sweet,
6: sweet boy.
0: We all do. Yes, so
6: they they to together. watch this yeah. cinnamon roll will be absolutely destroyed. <laughs> I don't wanna.
0: Very good. Very good. Awesome. And uh, so uh, thank you for the introductions, everybody. I will try my best to refer to all of you as your character names. Uh, but if I slip up, no harm, no foul. Um, for any of the viewers right now, a uh, quick introduction to our campaign idea. So this, uh, ragtag, uh, group of adventurers from various walks of life has been hired by the Magiantist Guild, uh, in the capital city of Rage, which I unfortunately am not going to try to pronounce. Uh, but, uh, they have been, they have been hired to go to, uh, Carmen Chasm, which is a, uh, it's kind of an area that is shrouded in mystery and, um, yeah, there's a lot that's not known about it. A lot of people think that it's a place that's very haunted. Uh, there are theories that um, there was a massive group of uh, people that were basically traveling from the continent coming to tri that were killed there, um, that it's been the uh, site of like major battles in ages past. And uh, part of that is what contributes to the phenomena that makes Carmine Chasm so renowned and so infamous, which is all of the the plant matter from the grass to the trees to you know the flowers and stuff like that they just bloom with this this just eerie just blood red color, um, which is uh, also something that has drawn the attention of the giantists, because they want to know what is it that's so special about these plants, and can it be harvested and manipulated for uh, you know profit and or possibly nefarious purposes. Bad though. Yes.
6: To better humanity, yeah. Troy.
0: Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, to better humanity, right. Uh, so yes, you've been hired to find uh, a missing expedition of four people that had recently gone to Carmen Chasm and has not uh, reported back or returned from their expedition. That is where we will go ahead and kick things off. So... Your journey has taken you um, just under two weeks to get from the capital city to uh, your final destination of Carmine Chasm, which is a fairly large location. uh, From what you understand, it's not like a singular point, like, oh, hey, here's the spot. It's a pretty big area. So that's another uh, hurdle that you anticipate you'll have to overcome once you get there. But uh, so far, your trip has been Fairly uneventful. Uh, you've kind of been hugging the Gulf of Rage, the shoreline, a little bit to avoid having to navigate through the more uh, hostile mountain ranges and forests that are in between the capital city and uh, Carmine Chasm. Uh, the season right now is spring. And with how far up north you guys are, it is still very cold. Um, the weather's pretty pretty terrible. Lots of rain. Sometimes it's that slushy snow stuff. One moment,
6: please. Everybody can uh, take this moment to appreciate all of the bubbles on their health chart. Completely clear right now. You'll never see it again.
1: <laughs> I, I was actually I was actually thinking, he said, this took about two weeks of journeying. And I was like, I bought 10 days of rations.
2: I was just going to say, wow, two weeks is so long.
6: I don't
1: even think I have that much to you, right? Listen. Well, I I two, days. Two days. This, this is where you fish.
6: start in your rations in the game. That's why I only bought three. I was like, we're already there. 30. I bought
1: 10 10- which is really only five
3: for me and Fergus.
1: Charlie bought no rations.
2: <laughs> Charlie <laughs> arrives dead. Um, Charlie knows how
3: to just survive in the wilderness, so he's she's, he's cool, right? She's
2: cool. Yeah, exactly, more, exactly. He's yeah, cool.
0: Some of you are more or less capable of scrap, scrab- uh, scrounging for food in the wilderness. Right, so, right. um, no, whatever. But where we will start our adventure is um, you have wandered after a long day. Uh, the sun is about to set here in the next hour or so, and you guys are looking for a suitable place to make camp for the night. By your estimations, this will be the last time that you camp for the evening before you make your way to uh, your before you make your way to your destination. Um, everybody, go ahead, and we'll start things off with a quick roll here. Everyone, go ahead and make me a natural environment check. Okay. It'll be
4: nice. Oh okay. okay, goodness. This-
2: Eight <clears throat> the map here got Seven.
1: a thirteen. getting 11.
5: Um, eleven. I have a question already. Yes. Um, so Ifa has a disciplined natural environment under survival. Would I be able to add do I get to add one to my role for this? Is that how that works? Or is that just I'm a special?
0: Go, I'm gonna go ahead and say that this would be a situation that would fall under that discipline. So okay. go ahead and you can add plus uh, six instead of your normal plus five.
1: So okay, mechanically speaking, is that what disciplines do? Is it simply just another plus one or? Yes,
0: yep. okay. and it's under a specialized field, right? So yeah. if you have a discipline in tracking, you are particularly exceptional at tracking.
6: Oh, so, some yeah. of them unlock special uses of skills, too, that you can't use at all without the discipline, really. Oh, that sorry. is true, too. That yeah. might be an emergency.
0: Um, What did you get, Sarah?
5: I didn't roll great. I got an
0: eight. Okay. And then... Uh, Beat you, sis. Sorry, Sorry. Uh, Dragomir, what did you get?
3: I got an eight, too.
0: An eight as well. Okay, so <laughs> Charlie the Map rocking it with the, the biggest, uh, the 13 in the group. So, uh, you guys are, you know... You're looking for uh, a relatively good spot to camp for the night. Your main concern is just the weather being out of the elements in case it starts to downpour, or if it gets much colder, you want somewhere that's a little sheltered from the wind. And as you are walking along, uh, you wander a little further away from kind of the shoreline to get uh, to where there's a little bit thicker vegetation and stuff. And uh, you come across uh, what looks like a um, it looks like there was a camp here not too long ago. The biggest giveaway is going to be that there is a crudely constructed lean-to that is still mostly intact. Uh, there also appears to be some, um, charred remains of what looks like it was a fireplace. Uh, there is a assortment of rocks and, um, stumps that are kind of positioned around the fireplace. Uh, it looks like it would be a great place to camp for the evening. Uh, Um, you're not sure how long ago someone had last stayed here, but if you want to make a, um, you want to make a travel check? I'll let you go ahead and see if you can. Yeah, that was that it. was
2: actually just going to be my question. If I could tell from the campfire,
4: um, can Dragomir make that check as well? <laughs>
1: yes, you can. Can Zhao simply because he nice. really cares about comfort? Oh, yeah. okay. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I got an eleven.
3: Dragomir got a seven. He probably just yeah. These yeah. He's not doing so good today.
0: You're like look it. at these semi permanent shelters. This I also
3: got an eleven.
0: You got an eleven as well.
1: Yeah. So yeah. I'll
0: say um you you guys are looking around for a little bit. You know, uh, Charlie, your character goes over and probably starts you know poking around the uh, the ashes of the fire to see if you can get an idea if you know they were how long ago it was. Um, your uh, dog uh, fergus is uh, sniffing around. He's kind of you know doing his thing, doing his dog thing, and uh, he starts like chewing on something uh, within just minutes of being in the camp area and. Uh, I would imagine as a typical dog owner, you probably want to see what it is he's chewing on. Oh, uh,
1: find something good there, boy. I'm already scared.
0: <laughs> it's, uh, it, looks like it's, it looks like it's maybe a leftover piece of some sort of like bird or chicken, like a chicken leg or something like that. Uh, maybe remnants from whoever was here last.
1: Oh, good find, boy, good find. More than
0: more than you found. <laughs> yeah,
1: eat eat to your heart's content, young one.
0: <laughs> um, you guys uh, won't have too much difficulty setting up a shelter for the evening, uh, getting a fire going. I won't make you make uh, checks for that
1: uh, specifically yet. But
6: I've got a tent.
1: <laughs> I also have a tent. I bought a two person tent he in case, uh, you know. It's t- mean You're
0: like RVs in Estorin. You guys are like, you guys are like, what do they call it? Glamping right now. You've got like <laughs> t-
4: well like perfect.
0: light sources and shit. You guys are losers. Charlie will just
2: take this lean to for herself because <laughs> she does not glamp- have a tent.
4: Mm-hmm. The
1: thing is Javed's life,
2: dude. I am staying dry.
0: <laughs> um, there, there is uh. Hmm. I will say this. So the past two weeks, although they've been fairly uneventful, I'm sure there have been um, interactions between you all. The only people that knew each other before this adventure were, uh, you know, the Tarish twins and uh, Dragomir. Dragomir. So kind of Theo and uh, maybe Charlie, your character's qualities are she's kind of carefree, right?
2: Yeah, kind of the whole trip. Charlie's just like, are you guys sure you want to go here? Like
0: okay. it's
2: it's in a week or we can still turn around. Are you sure? Uh I mean, I know we're 9 days away, but like, you know, we're like 2 days away, but we can still turn around. Are you guys sure? Like this is a lot of walking.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. So yeah, you've 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 been kind of non-committal this whole time. Yeah. I would say uh probably more than anyone though, Theo, you probably feel a little bit more out of your element. You are used to living in the city. Uh you probably haven't ever made a campfire in your entire life, maybe? Um so the uh, the weight of this this buildup, right you guys finally coming to your destination, the implications of what that might mean, right what what if you do find Mason and he's not okay what if what if there's no one there? What if you can't find them right? So these kind of these questions are weighing heavy on your mind right now. And uh, as Charlie probably gets a fire going and uh, the rest of the crew starts, you know, setting up their tents and whatnot, uh, these are some things that are definitely gnawing at you.
4: Theo
6: pretty much always looks quietly troubled at all times. He's always deep in thought about sad or troubling things. He's also very shy. So um, over the course of two weeks, he's had some conversations with you and opened up a little bit, but he's pretty reserved.
0: (laughs) Is there anybody in particular he's kind of reached out to more so than anyone else?
2: <laughs> uh, I'm thinking of this group. Um, yeah, I was going to say maybe Zhao, because Zhao's kind of a thinker, too. Like, you thinky people. And also prefers
1: cities yeah, to wilderness. We're
2: both, yeah, cities.
6: Okay, yeah, we have a, we have a couple few more things in common. Um, I also think Dragomir is probably more of the uh, quiet, stoic type, so that's a little more comfortable sitting next to somebody who, like, doesn't want to talk. That's that's nice.
3: I mean, <laughs> too, so. not want to talk at all. Well,
4: yeah, I'll say this. That
6: oftentimes, him and Dragomir are just sitting by the fire. He's got, like, his note paper out, and he's going over his notes, and they're just not talking, but they're there.
3: <laughs> I think... Dragomir's got the special wine stage. Yeah. Uh, I think,
1: yeah. <laughs> think uh, Ved would be very... Despite being the person that it makes the most sense for Theo to be like, I could talk to this person. He seems like a, you know... <laughs> relatively civilized comparatively person um <laughs> I think Jao Ved would be incredibly nervous whenever Theo starts talking to him if anybody read the uh short stories that we wrote for our characters right. Jalved has a pretty qu- you know
6: Jao d- like he knows
1: <laughs> dumb fucking history with uh with the Magians um uh college he attempted yeah. to steal something uh and I, I believe unbeknownst to him the person that he stole this from is one of the missing crew
3: members. So well, that was right. one of the questions I was going to ask. Do we know that or not?
1: No, no, you okay. yeah. do
3: not know that. All
1: right. So even every and- every time you tried to talk to Jauvet, Theo, he was like, "Oh yeah, you're uh, you're fine. I just uh, you know you and your fancy chemistry stuff. I'm not really sure. Uh, it's for me. I'm just a simple. Uh, my sister protects me. I'm just gonna uh, fuck off now. And then I it's okay.
6: She protects me too. <laughs>
0: Oh, here. Um, we have so much in common your sister's competence
1: <laughs> yeah right
5: guys don't don't hype her up before i roll
1: you know what's funny it's, i would definitely say something like if i had a doll for every time i heard that you know what I mean? like, if i had a doll
4: uh,
5: I love Eva, that. Uh, who is like just under like six feet tall pretty muscular
0: like built like a brick shit house. <laughs> kinda
6: just a little as long as I can keep myself positioned right in between Dragonman and Aoife at all times, I will survive this adventure, maybe.
2: <laughs> that's that's the position that all three of us are going to be fighting for. <laughs> be <the> man- <laughs> <laughs> you, me, and Zhao.
1: No, Zhao's going to be so like, like... a
2: p- baby bison in
6: the middle of the herd. Zhao like, <laughs> <just, laughs> no, J- knows better. Zhao knows
1: better. He stays like 20, 10, mm. 20 yards back because he knows it just turns into a flurry of axes and swords. So he's like, no, that's not where you want to be. Like, I'm going <laughs> to chill back here.
0: Uh, I would also like to ask uh, uh, Dragomir, so you, you know you are intimately familiar with loss and how bad it sucks. Now, you're also a mercenary, so you are pretty good at removing yourself from situations emotionally. Are you having any sort of internal conflicts regarding looking for this crew of people that may be in great danger, maybe lost, maybe dead, you're not sure?
3: I would say not necessarily, just because this is, this is another job to him. You know, and one of the things, if you read about, you know, Dragomir and the story that I wrote for him is that he still cares, but he only cares very selectively about his, <laughs> his kids, right? Aoife, Aoife and, and Jow. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's getting paid to do something. And this is all about a better future for them. And that's, that's, he's trying to keep his emotions out of it. Now he might, that might change depending on what he finds. But uh, for now, this is a job.
4: Mm. Okay. All right.
0: I mean, it makes sense.
3: Yeah.
0: As you guys start to.
3: Do my
4: job.
0: Yes. As you guys uh, start to, uh, you know, settle in for the night, make your, uh, make the fire, gather firewood and stuff. Probably sit down and prep a prep a you know modest meal whatever you have available. Um, go ahead and uh, let me know who uh, who wants to keep watch if there's going to be shifts, how exactly that's going to be arranged. Uh, obviously, you even though the past two weeks have been fairly uneventful, you do know at least in theory that the wilderness in uh, Tri-Cazelle is lethal to the unsuspecting uh, and unprepared. So.
6: So Theo wears glasses because his eyesight is not fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he will take first watch because he's not going to be able to sleep tonight anyway.
2: <laughs> Are you saying you shouldn't take watch alone though? Because he can't see
6: things. Nope, I'm not How's saying that. Hear?
2: Okay. <laughs> I think just for your
6: observational purposes. Gotcha.
1: <laughs> Let's let this sickly look. He's dropped back his
6: glasses a few times, and it was i think Jao
1: i think joe and fargus probably do significant amounts of watch for ifa okay. and dragomir because the more important thing is that they're rested to protect him you know what i mean like he's okay not taking those chances you know he can he could throw an axe or a dagger to buy them the 10 seconds it's going to take to wake them up you know what i mean right um, so i think jow's pretty used to taking watches i think he also assumes that charlie is probably half awake in like a tree somewhere or something like that you know but
2: no no it's a good it's a good call charlie's uh yeah she kind of passed she wants to pass out like as soon as she gets there um i mean the half the awake part oh that's true yeah yeah she she passes out but she'll probably take uh the last watch because she'll want to kind of look around before we leave. all right
0: so we'll start things off with Theo, kind of taking first watch. Yeah. When you start getting a little tuckered out, you'll wake up uh, Fergus and Jao. and then uh, Jao, When you're ready to, you know, go back to bed, you'll uh, give the tree a shake and wake Charlie up.
3: I'll just, um, uh, Dragon, I'll just look at Jao and just be like, you wake us up, wake me and your sister off if something needs to die, boy. I know the rules. <laughs> you know the rules. You never listen to them, then. why?
4: I listen. know the rules,
3: he says. I just look at him. He says he knows the rules. Knows the rules. Well, yes, yeah, so always. When <laughs> to come here? I, I listen. I listen.
1: They're not always good rules.
3: gonna ah. go to bed.
2: <laughs> I think also for Charlie, like their whole dynamic is very interesting to her. Like she's got to kind of watch them for the last two weeks. And um, Charlie had a brother that she lost. And so seeing like a sister and a brother and like a father in that kind of family relationship weird it's weird
5: Eva is definitely the the quietest of the trio um but when it comes down to it if she like says something it's you've noticed she's got two modes where it's like oh wow that was actually like nicely thought out and then like were those words that you just put together are you sure uh she's she's generally the, the the quietest but she she will if she pipes up it's usually to like mess with someone or do something silly or just be like look at the snake hello he's a friend that's poisonous put it down <laughs> <laughs> she it. she does know what snakes she can pick up and which uh, ones she uh, can't uh, but she will try and pick them
0: up you read cool. it in a book she figured it out by picking them up
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> yours.
3: Truth, truth. she's
5: well, she's not. <laughs> she's had snake venom extracted out of her more times than she can remember
0: <laughs>
4: so Poor i'm Fergus getting
0: licking
1: this wound <laughs> <full of> venom <laughs> Builds up his immunity.
2: Oh no, I'm getting the sense that Charlie he was has like, no, just no, been. Don't,
6: don't do that,
2: <laughs> oh. medicine. I was just gonna say, I, I feel I'm getting the sense that Charlie's just been talking to herself very loudly for the last two weeks of travel.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're like, you guys are getting paid. No, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so, um, okay, so we'll go ahead and uh, things start to wind down for the evening, um, you know. Uh, Drago, uh, Ifa, and uh, Charlie and Zhao, you guys kind of hit the sack, so to speak. Um, some of you have a little bit more of a difficult time going to sleep than others. Uh, Charlie, you probably have no issues. You've been used yeah. to sleeping in the wilderness for quite some time. Drago, um, you know, any restlessness that you get is not from the hard stone on your backside. It's from the, you know, battles waging in your head over
3: and over he, again. He so- snores like a bastard so yeah he snores
1: like a bastard beautiful <laughs> beautiful
3: um so you put the sword next to him and snores like a bastard
1: you know what every once in a while Zhao definitely gets up and just like shoves him over on his side because he's
3: shut up <laughs> correct
6: it open his airway a little <laughs> <Yeah>. bit <laughs>
1: head tilt chin lift. uh
0: <laughs> so theo you're the first one uh to start watch as uh the sky gets darker um the light of the the orange glow of the fireplace around the campsite that you have built um, it glows a little brighter and you probably have your book out right now and you might be writing taking some notes or just reflecting on maybe your studies or maybe just thinking in general and the only sounds that you hear right now are the occasional crackle of the wood on the fire and you also hear off in the distance a little ways just the sound of the uh, the gulf of rage The uh, waves just crashing against the shore and there's immense power there, right? But you at the same time, you feel so small and so insignificant, but it's also background noise. It also seems like it's not super important at the moment and it's not too long before you're lost in your thoughts and you're taken back to a time where just, you know, the rhythm of the ocean, the noise, it just it just brings you back. It brings you back to the last outpost that you were at and it brings your thoughts back to uh Mason and you were thinking about you know this one particular boy uh Tam I believe was his name and uh you know you were just wondering you were wondering if everything that you're doing right now if any of it even matters right because um Tam didn't deserve to die you know and uh you probably feel like you facilitated it at least a little bit right So you're thinking about those kids, you're thinking about the many nights that you spent uh, in the sick bay, so to speak, with the children that were sick and were dying. Uh, Only instead of the warm light of a fireplace um, kind of keeping you warm and and boosting your spirits, it was that cold and um, dark artificial light of the nebulas uh, just hanging around the tent. And something about that doesn't resound very well with you. Uh, Go ahead and make a uh, perception check for me and give yourself, a penalty for your poor eyesight.
6: Oh yeah. yeah. Nat ten. Uh, that is a total of thirteen.
0: Dude. So I picture, I picture uh, almost like your body is probably having a like an adrenaline response, like it's like a heightened sense of awareness right now because of these thoughts. You're kind of working yourself up. Anxiety's
6: kicking in a little bit. Got some tightness yeah. in his chest.
0: <laughs> and because of that, though, you're you're on heightened. You're on high alert, right? You're your hearing sounds a little sharper. You know, your peripheral vision is catching movement that you might not otherwise have seen. And um, you stay in this state for as long as you can before the uh, the exhaustion kind of starts to take over. And you decide you're not sure exactly what time it is, but it's probably Jow's turn to take watch. So uh, yeah.
6: right. I neatly stack my papers together. I've been going over these notes, same notes, mostly for weeks, taking the occasional note about what I've seen along the way. Not that much interesting and paper is expensive. Um, Carefully put everything back in its case. The oil skin to protect it from water, put it back in my bag. Um, I'll make my way over to Jow's tent and grab like the, just the tent stick and give it a shake.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I'm up. I'm up.
6: It's quiet.
0: You wake up uh, Fergus, your dog, or do you let him snore like like
4: uh, Drew?
1: Oh, Dr- oh no, Fergus comes to me.
4: Okay. We need a, someone yeah, exactly. to take He's, he's like actually it. more the
1: watch. I'm just the alarm.
6: Theo, Theo takes a walk around the perimeter of the firelight while Joe's getting up and does not return to his tent until Joe is actually up and awake. <laughs>
0: I feel like one of the one of the uh, images that I get in my head of this right now is as you're walking around the perimeter of the firelight, you're still not in a very heavily wooded area, and um, you have just that dark silhouette of you that is against the the dark backdrop of the horizon, where you know the land fades and the you know ocean in the background appears, and uh, I just I just think uh, it's a nice like stark contrast between humanity and like the power of nature, um, and it also kind of it's like Something doesn't belong here, um, but your uh, perimeter search uh, doesn't give you any additional um, information. Uh, everything looks quiet. It looks like it looks like Tri-Cazell's taking it easy on you right now. Um,
6: he will uh, retire to his tent, but I don't think he sleeps for some time.
0: Okay, uh, Zhao, you are awake, and you've got Fergus and uh, fires going pretty good. Uh, what are you doing?
1: Um, I'm, so I'm used to this with IFA and Dragomir, where, um, this is basically the time where Zhao daydreams, even though it's the middle of the night, um, it's mostly just me trying to convince, it's Zhao trying to convince himself that, uh, eventually this is going to end and he's going to be able to afford a nice, you know, a nice place of his own. In a city where he doesn't have to do these stupid jobs out in the wilderness, you know. Um, he you As know you slap
0: like a bug off of your neck or whatever. Yeah,
1: like, right. And like, like it's, another take off of Fergus.
0: Yeah, Ferguson.
1: right. Um and yeah, I'm just sitting there playing with uh I don't have anything nice. I want nice things. I think that I the only nice things I buy myself. Um I let Dragomir and Ifa kind of like tend to my minimal weapons I have a bow that I'm pretty proud of I'm a pretty decent shot with but like the only thing I buy that I feel like is nice is my clothes because when I get to cities I don't want to look like you know a mercenary so I'm doing my best to just like keep everything off of them I'm talking myself up like oh Jao one of these days this is this is gonna be over and uh you're gonna be you're gonna be all right if FIFA wants to come and stay with you then she can come and stay uh, you know, Dragomir's no father, but he uh, he could come, yeah, he might charge him a few, few DAL for all the backhands. But one day, this is going to be over. And uh,
0: just this conversation with Fergus,
1: yeah, and I'm him. just talking to Fergus about it exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and like I even say something along the lines of, like, that bastard, he took a job with them Magianists, like magiantists, he he knew that bastard. Oh, he says it's for the coin, but let's be honest, he did it to fuck with me. <laughs> it's his way of it's his way of backhanded me without backhanding me, I swear.
6: He was I'm just gonna... laying awake in his very thin tent listening to Zhao listening talk to, to, to his dog to... <laughs> or himself. <laughs> and
1: honestly, if you if you overhear Zhao talking about this, like his um his like, you know, kind of upset nature about Dragomir taking a job for the Magiantists. Like yep,
4: just listening it's to that, like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Hmm.
1: Found a new way to backhand me. That's, just, that's all it is.
0: More beans in the stew than we can tell. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: all right. Uh, go ahead and uh, make me a perception check.
1: I've rolled very well tonight, and just by saying that, here comes the bad one. Ready? I get uh, I get plus five to perception. So here goes.
6: That one. How'd you, how'd you one. do, buddy? You that broke one. the seal. You broke the seal.
1: Yeah. Hey, it's
6: better that I than on a feats check. I, <laughs>
1: I said it. I said it. You know, I was like, I've been rolling too good. Here it comes. You, Here's the one. Why'd you do it? So a six, Troy. Oh, 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 my.
6: <laughs> just be oh, God. glad that you didn't roll in that one on a feats check. Like when you biff it on those, bad things happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Here come the fucking field. of a mountainside in your ass. Yeah,
6: in <laughs> your stomach because you just ate gravel the whole way down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. uh eventually you know your conversation with um with fergus uh it draws on as much as i'm sure he loves you you're kind of a bore to talk to you, you just bitch about the same stuff and mm. fergus doesn't usually have much to say back anyways but um the uh the quiet orange and the warmth of the fire uh on your skin it kind of starts to put you into a little bit of a uh, little bit of a, like a lulled state and um you wake up uh, in the morning uh, to a swift backhand from Dragomir.
6: Uh, <laughs> you fell asleep on watch, bro.
4: <laughs>
3: again, again, you fall asleep. I just, I immediately look over and I'm like, "Fergus, you son of a bitch!" And uh, Fergus is and just I, like asleep. Yeah, it's not his dog's fault; dog. it is he's yours. Eating my rations. He's just. It's not the dog's dog, like, job you. to keep you awake. You could have died. You know that, right? Sometimes I wish I have.
1: Sometimes I wish ah,
3: I you Keep it up. I don't want to die. You die if you want to. I don't want to. Your sister doesn't want to. These nice people, they don't want to die. Biff them in the back of the
2: head. Who's yelling? <laughs> Why is there yelling?
3: Oh, yeah, God, Charlie, you're
2: really, out? you're
0: really awakened by the sound of uh, Mortal Kombat coming from the uh, campsite. Because ah, <laughs> back ending the shit out of Jow. Aoife
5: <laughs> uh, just, just looking up at Charlie, presumably in a tree, just. Jared fell asleep on watch.
4: Again?
2: Again? (laughs) Again? (laughs) Uh, Is everyone okay? Everyone have their stuff.
4: I'll check. Yeah. Yes, everything's in order. What? What did you say? That everything's
1: just, in order. Oh, yeah, okay, we, okay. we're checking our we're checking our yeah, gear. Yeah, everything, all your gear is there. Uh you might
0: be missing a ration or two, Rainey, but you you're pretty sure the culprit is uh four-legged and furry. Uh and and you know, just standing by your side.
1: Flick them right cry. in the right in the nose. Just flick them.
2: Well, we're lucky. We're 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 so far out here that uh no one came and took our stuff. Eh.
3: So so after know. Dragomir's done like just completely berating Jow, he's just like. Yeah, I have a biscuit for you and gives him a biscuit for breakfast.
0: Some hard tack.
3: Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> he just, yeah. So he completely berates him and biffs him in the head, but then does a 180 and takes it. Yeah, Aww. yeah. You eat something. You must have your strength today. Yeah. What biscuit.
2: a nice family. <laughs>
3: Going for just a sec. I will be right back. Sure. Uh,
2: yeah. What a nice family. Just looking out for
1: totally each other. functional.
3: Yeah. He was the uh, only one who's
1: like
2: his
6: parents are both still alive, making him an anomaly. And uh they're lovely people. They're pipe layers. They help plumbing and infrastructure in their village. <laughs> yeah. So he's uh, like, "Hmm, there's a lot of striking happening
4: here."
1: I haven't hung out with Ifa yet, and I think that like this would exactly be the opportunity where like Zhao just kind of like hangs his head and like takes a walk towards, like, the direction where she slept, whatever she slept in, however she slept. And she, just kinda, like, she,
5: she has a tent, and she's just gathering up her stuff, packing it up, making sure it all fits where it's supposed to-ish.
1: Yeah, and I think that this is a thing that happens, like, Dracomir, <laughs> Dracomir always ends up just giving him, like, some shitty biscuit, or something that, like, he just has, and I think that Zhao just brings it to Aoife, and, like, it's, he's always just like, you know, I don't want this. <laughs>
5: She just like looks at it. and She just. How many of your rations did Fergus eat last night?
1: Uh, probably about <laughs> two days' worth. Uh, it's it's fine. I'll be I'll be fine. You know, eat I don't...
5: something for fuck's sake.
1: I don't like pity biscuits.
5: It's not a... <laughs> pity biscuit. <laughs> food doesn't have emotions, Joe. Yeah. It's just food.
1: Everything has emotions. I'm all I'm fine trust me I'm fine I bought some how about this and uh he goes into his bag and he pulls out uh he bought like he splurged on he knew this was going to be a pretty significant journey so he splurged uh when he went out and he bought like uh dried meat and he actually has uh quite a few pints of ale
6: he's um, gonna cask <laughs> yeah
1: well he like he legit like it's just prettier. bought like a couple of bottles and um he said I was saving these for when we were done with the the whole mission to celebrate, but uh, you know, Drago has got his special wine skin or water skin or whatever the fuck's in there, and uh, I figured you know, I was gonna save these, but eh, no time like the present, right? And he like holds one out, hoping that Ifa takes one morning beers <laughs>
0: without the showers. Theo's
6: too shy to say anything, but he's gonna look in his face like, oh no, they're drinking before before we get to carpete chasm.
2: <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> Oh, T- I was like, oh, they're drinking before going to Carmine Chasm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking,
3: I'm looking. Dragomir is off drinking before going to Carmine Chasm by himself.
2: Theo's <laughs> accepted
6: that that Dragomir drinks all the time. He's like, this is fine, but the other two.
1: <laughs> Surprisingly, that's not something that Jao and Dragomir have bonded over. I don't know how.
5: Nah, Eve Eve is a dummy. She takes it and she just clinks the bottle.
1: Yeah, yeah and we, we share. I'll, I'll get rid of two of my four pints. Just uh, shotgun him.
4: Just fucking. Yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I expect we may be climbing or repelling today at some point. Is everybody oh, that's- ready? That's so nice.
2: They're doing things together.
1: They call it liquid courage. Like, you you want mean, some?
2: Better.
5: Before we finish it, do you want some?
2: Oh, no, no, no. Thank you, but...
5: And she, like, holds it out to Theo.
1: <laughs> I, like, I like nudge. Oh, I thank nudge. you. I'm, I'm, I'm
6: fine. Like- I had some tea this morning. <laughs>
5: What? It's nice to offer your drinks to people. As she finishes it off herself.
1: Yeah, and like Joe looks, oh. and like Eva just being way more awesome. Like has like chugged <laughs> hers, and he's like drank like a third, and he's like. <laughs> yeah. and
6: give, some give some to Fergus.
1: Pours
2: a little over their shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, Fergus, One for, shot.
1: The rest one of for the my home. One, one for my homies. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Aww. Aww. Fergus uh, is the ultimate homie.
0: So the good news is um, that everybody else woke up early uh, because, you know, sleeping till you're well rested is just not a thing that happens in the wild most of the time. And uh, yeah, with that you on watch, end. like it's too good to be true if people don't get woken up in the middle of the night. So um, you guys wake up just as the uh, sun is cresting the uh, horizon and um there's a light snowfall right now um but there's no wind it's it's just it's cold um it's cold it's quiet and there's just this uh beautiful like red dawn that's uh rising on the horizon as you set out uh the last leg of your journey towards Carmine Chasm um the five of you are traveling uh for uh maybe 2 or 3 hours or so before, from a slightly elevated position, you see a little bit of a valley, and on that valley, you see the legendary Carmine Chasm. You see these beautiful hues of red. Um, these, you know, small trees. Uh, there's like lichen that runs down the side of this just, just massive, deep, dark, like crevasse in the earth, and um, and it's just this blood red color, and it just sticks out like a sore thumb against the just the white blanket on the earth as the light snow just coats the ground.
2: Now, Troy, Remind me again. Have I, have I been here before, like into it or just in passing?
0: Yeah. You've never actually been in Carmine Chasm. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, you pro- what, you know, from travels is this is a place that you probably avoid. Um, it's also very far North. There's really nothing that's like, past this so there's no reason to come out here unless you're coming here for the for the most part um but yeah you're certainly aware of the place you've heard of it in rumors um i mean if you guys you guys have traveled on the road and stuff actually uh Mir, if you spend any reasonable amount of time in rage the Tarish people probably have their own um you know superstitions as to what it is that makes this place so unique um Perhaps something involving like the spirits of your long dead ancestors or something
4: like that.
2: All right. Well, there it is. Last call if you still want to do this.
4: (sighs) No.
6: He was just going to stand in silence and like stare at it for a moment. Just like moved by the, uh, the beauty of the site and how kind of extraordinary it is.
5: I, uh, I wouldn't go out all this far just to back down
6: now.
3: Nah, we are being paid. We must do what we have been paid to do.
6: I mean, expedition's out there somewhere.
3: Right.
4: Exactly.
3: Flips up his chainmail quaff. Right then, I'll go first. It's a
1: long way down. Yeah, (laughs) don't fall, old man. Don't fall. You guys start
0: descending down uh, the hill towards the crater in the earth, and um, as you guys are getting a little closer, um, you start to see um, you start to see signs of like people having been here. Um, there are some trees that look like they were newly cut. Um, Theo, you recognize something that nobody else is probably familiar with. You recognize what looks like some refuse that was created from flux extraction. So there's some big, mulchy, dark brown, like globs of what look like just goo and garbage, like piled in a little corner. Um, Since been covered in snow. um, And uh, actually it looks like kind of the red vegetation that's kind of growing in the area. It's kind of like drained from the area where that is sitting. Mm. Um, But you you definitely recognize that as a very familiar site um, for those Can of I you tell that are how under- fresh mm-hmm. it is?
6: Like how long it's been sitting?
0: If you make a, I will let you make a check if you have Magians, which I'm sure you do.
6: Oh yeah. I got a 15. Oh. I'd like
0: everybody else to go ahead and make
1: me perception checks as well. Just gonna so gonna kind of go over with
6: a stick and like poke at it.
1: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Turn it over. Natty 10 for a 15 on perception or 14 oh, on perception. Nice.
3: I got an eight. <laughs>
1: like total or eight
3: total
0: yeah oh jesus yeah also
2: five five. yeah you got
0: five none of my characters have
2: perception okay
0: wild what the
2: fuck i know i I also got an eight
0: holy fuck so jow you're so far you and you're already dead okay (laughs) i'm
1: trying to be helpful
0: So you guys are all, uh, first of all, you're all a little bit distracted by this site that Theo starts walking towards. You're not really sure what to make of it. Um, but as you approach the pile, um, you're all kind of, you know, looking around and kind of trying to pay attention to what this big, giant, massive garbage is in front of you. Uh, it's probably like roughly four feet tall. Um, probably like the size of like, I don't know, maybe arms width each way. Um, (laughs) and you go over to it, Theo and, uh, Unceremoniously poke it with a stick, probably very down, scientific
6: here <laughs> you know,
0: probably like rub a little bit on your hands uh from what you know of flux and your experience with it, the refuse is not uh it's probably not great for the environment, but it's not like immediately lethal active, or anything yeah, like that um it's also like an inert substance, so like this is not reactive, it's not going to explode or anything like that. That's what the flux that the they stuff
6: use that right came right. out of it is <laughs> yeah right.
0: You rub it in your hands and you kind of like give it one of these and you you recognize it as um it's some type of mineral uh refuse so the flux that was extracted from it was mineral flux and uh you would guess that it would be probably i don't know between one to two weeks old you're just you're just not sure you can't narrow it down much more from there you're not incredibly well versed with flux extraction but you would take it to be about one to two weeks old um as you are doing this uh jowl um fergus kind of like like starts to like sniff around and like gets close to the pile and does one of those like (laughs) like kind of like sneezes right (laughs) and he kind of like starts sniffing around a little ways elsewhere and then um he kind of like he like looks for a sec and then he like starts like barking and like pacing a little bit he's like Mm -hmm. barking and pacing a little bit and you can't you can't see what it is that he's looking at, but it looks like he might be onto something.
1: Yeah. Uh, get, hey, Vargas, get over here, boy. What are you doing? And I, I walk over to him and I like grab him. He has like a rudimentary collar, just like a leather collar on, and I hold him. And uh, I actually, before we go further, I do have that stat block that you sent me for dogs and his perception is a 12. So like, you know, assume that that's what he did. Um, I guess that I would just like let him lead me slowly. Sure. Yeah.
0: Sure. He doesn't actually have to lead you cool. too far before you start walking up towards a little like cliff face mm-hmm. uh right before it kind of descends down into the uh yeah. into the chasm. And across the way there's kind of two interesting things that you see. So from the side that you're on it looks like a fairly um like a decent incline it's definitely like you could navigate it you probably wouldn't need climbing gear you just need to be really careful okay. i mean obviously climbing gear wouldn't hurt right just for a precaution but kind of um kind of fashioned into the side of the rock into the stone there is a long what looks like rope or possibly maybe cable that stretches across to the other side uh-huh. and there's a small landing there and standing out from the um you know, the flowers and the the lichen that's like dripping down the side of the chasm and stuff like that. There's another red stain in the earth, only this one looks like there's a person there and they're oh. face down lying in the snow and there's just this blanket of just red, red snow around them.
1: <laughs> uh To quote Gioved's, uh already classic line, well, fuck. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, fuck.
1: And uh, I I look back and I go, Dragomir, Ifa. What did you dog find? I, I fuck you! And I say, over Plus there. Not more than you. <laughs> over there, there's a. Uh, I think there's a body. I think. Well, fuck. Might be, might be one of the. Yeah. Well, well, exactly. Theo's gonna uh, go
6: running. He's like yeah. a body. Oh no.
1: And like and like I get I get in the way of Theo, like because this is a pretty treacherous. Incline and I say, uh, there's also a it looks like almost like a slack line of, across the chasm here. It's uh...
6: if they're not dead, they could be hurt. I need to get to them,
1: I'm aware, but we don't uh, know how stable this I'm thing is. I'm gonna look, I'm
3: just dragomir is just gonna look and like be like, ah, he's not moving, he's dead. <laughs> Trust me, I've <laughs> so, seen a lot of dead people, it's he's dead
6: too far to tell if his chest yeah. is rising and I falling. Can, uh, the blood uh, is very red, blood uh, oxidizes yeah. when it's been I'm sitting for
3: a while. Girl,
2: all right, all
4: realize. right, guys,
2: guys, guys. It's it's okay. That's the direction we need to go in, anyways. So we can check when we get there. All right. Let's let's just remain calm.
1: The question is, how are we going to get there? We can't trust this. Calm. We can't trust this rope that's just dangling across the chasm. That's we don't know how sturdy it is on the other it looks side. Sturdy. So that's is stable. this like is this like uh, a try. zip
6: line or is it like a, a swing across? Like I don't know what it's attached no, so to. Yeah. This
1: is more
0: built like a zip line. Okay, zipline. Okay, okay. zipline from one end of the chasm to the yeah. other. The side of the chasm where there is the person that is face down right now is at like a more than vertical angle. So if so you were like, to try to climb down that side, you would literally be hanging from just your hands. So, so
1: did this person just eat shit and just hit <laughs> the wall? Is that what we're talking
0: about? No, no. So uh, no. the uh, so it looks like it looks like um, it's set up where like if you go on the zipline, like it will place you on the landing like you're not good. It's not going to bring you with any sort of like substantial speed or anything like that, but it okay. looks like probably the best way to that location unless you are like a expert climber and can climb down that vertical cliff face with Question. like rope and everything.
1: Yeah. If we didn't take this, how like it would take us a long time to get from one side to the other, correct? It
0: uh so no, you guys are kind of where the chasm like kind of begins, so you okay. could get to the other side of the chasm to investigate more. Um but you're not sure how to get on this little ledge. It's probably yeah. like oh, the le- okay. 40 feet down from where the top of the chasm is where you are right now. Gotcha. Not, yeah, it would be difficult to navigate. Not impossible. I mean, maybe this guy did it. You're not sure. but So, uh, so
2: then is it possible to get to the other setting. side and drop down?
0: So uh, it, it is possible to get to the other side, but the way that the chasm is set up, it's more than 180 degree angle. Yeah. So if if the opening is up here, yeah, the ledge is like down here. Yeah. To, on, on the other side down. though, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the side that you guys are on right now is like an angle that you could walk down and then get to this little like yeah. part here and yeah. take the zip line across to that landing.
2: Oh, okay. It's not where we how are. Do, how it's would
3: you there. get back? Gotcha. Yeah, that's um, what I was gonna ask too. How do you get
0: back? Great question. You're not sure. Last question.
3: I'm
6: gonna inspect the zip line, The
0: zip, line. <laughs> the zip line itself is not at a, um, it's not at a very steep angle. The two points are actually almost horizontal. Um, so in theory it would be possible to climb you know pull yourself reposition
1: back yeah. yeah um last question so does this landing that we would arrive at if we took the zip line uh does it have because like you said the the slope above it is not impossible to climb or whatever uh, i assume the landing where it, it arrives has a path downward from or something like that correct
0: uh, it's a little difficult to see from where you are, because if you guys come a little closer to investigate, I can give you more answers.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Well, All right.
6: Uh, I'm going to inspect this zip line and make sure that it looks <laughs> secure and structurally sound and try to figure out what I need to do to utilize it. Is there anything on the other end, like a rope, um, handles, a little carriage, a ski lift?
4: <laughs> anything? Before I
0: can tell you that information, is anybody else going with Theo as he descends down into the chasm on that side to get closer to the zipline?
3: Yes, I will go with Science
0: Boy. Okay, everybody is going. Charlie, are you going?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they want to go ahead, though, Charlie will go last.
1: (laughs) Who wants
0: to (laughs) go first?
1: I think Jao would look at uh, Theo and just be like, uh, all right there, Science Boy. Uh, One last chance. Do you want any of that liquid courage?
6: Uh, uh, no, no. If uh, if he's badly injured, i I'll need to have a steady hand. Not true.
1: Sure I he could did. use it to. I could use it on the wound as well if he's alive.
6: Don't, don't, don't do that.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, it works. I have a surgeon's kit. I use it all the time on Eva. She's fine.
0: She's like all fucked up with these garish, very <laughs> ridiculous scars. Tissue. I don't know what's under that tunic.
2: I mean, are are we sure we don't want the more capable person to kind of climb down first to make sure we go the right way?
1: I would 100 percent point to Charlie and be like, Yeah guide.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Charlie will go first then. She'll she'll climb down to just at least um pick the okay. correct footholds and stuff like that.
0: Charlie, you before feet? you do that, what are what is your feats skill?
2: Oh. Uh, Not good.
0: Uh, yeah, so you're like the uh, least capable. You're a that can't climb. Cracked,
2: <laughs> cracked. I'm agile Perfect. though. Who has I a do I don't think title. that that applies anybody. here.
3: I, I have a feat of three. Three? Yeah. You have a four? Jow? Efa.
6: Wait, you have a feat of three total? Isn't your uh, combative <coughs> five, Dracomare?
0: No, I was Ooh. talking points, right? I mean, I guess total, oh, right?
6: Oh my god. <laughs>
5: I just realized that I've been doing this whole time.
1: Yeah, I've been All doing the it, adding dots.
5: Yeah, it's bubbles I, plus your. I haven't been adding my stats uh-huh. to any of my rolls. I, haven't I was like, ranks plus your ability modifier, A.K. just
2: your ability. Oh no! Well, at least now you know we're early in the adventure before we die. Yeah,
1: I've no, only rolled no. twice.
2: Thank God.
1: It's okay, okay guys. So. That's the point of this series. We're learning new systems. People can, so, you know,
0: that's true. So, uh, so Drago, you have a total of a plus seven, correct? Yeah,
1: that's, yes. Now I know. Yes. Is well, I know. Yeah, I have a total of four. So
0: not You have best. a total of four. And then what is your total, um, Aoife? Uh,
5: I have six with a bonus of one.
4: Okay, wow. So,
0: so you and Jow are both equally proficient at feats. So if one of you guys wants to lead the way, yeah, I actually that's meant like the safest thing. Um, Jow is going to be bullheaded. No, and-
1: not me. Um, I'm
0: sorry,
3: Dregomere. not Jow and Nifa. Yeah. this
5: is their shit I watch. yeah, that's fine with me okay. um I've got a uh, a grappling hook that should be able to make my descent a little easier.
3: I think I do too. For
0: sure
1: yeah I, yeah, I do as well.
0: What you probably want to do is you probably want to secure it up top with another member who's there to like kind of watch it, maybe keep hold on the rope, and then kind they of say. use that as like a harness as you as you walk down in case you slip and fall, they can between them and the grappling hook they can catch it.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So she's she's probably like her Team and Joe have somehow figured out how to get this between the two of it's like, all right, we can make this work. So yeah, she'll she'll have him help her finagle a, a grappling hook into a way that she can.
4: <laughs> I
1: have one as well. So like nice. I think that the two of us have figured out a way to like constantly be um each other's kind of like point person for totally yeah. different reasons. <laughs> What a cute little kid.
5: <laughs> Troy, was that cheese?
2: Excellent. All right. Oh my God, I thought it was a sticky note. It was cheese.
1: <laughs> odds, odds are it's some form of corn product because of where he lives.
0: I mean, there's American cheese, sir. You're not wrong. There's probably cor- corn syrup in it. Corn,
1: yeah. This one, yeah. Yep. no matter what, it's corn. Welcome to America. It's corn.
5: <laughs> it's corn. <laughs> Someone please clip that. Welcome to America. It's corn.
1: I, let, okay, time out. Very, very unrelated thing here uh i recently found out and i was surprised and this is surprising because i'm like a nature nerd and whatnot in real life but uh america's biggest crop product isn't corn it's soybeans oh wow really wow really so
2: uh soybean oil is also in everything
1: yeah very true also in everything
2: it might also be because like doesn't don't they like plant soy to like rejuvenate the yes it's
1: very good for yeah it's very good at um mitigating uh soil degradation
0: what are you some kind of soil scientist
1: uh technically i don't have my soil scientist certification but uh probably well, could easily get her. it yeah anyway <laughs> uh i'm falling down a chasm
5: <laughs> so, you're you're uh, over here called theo science boy
1: look, with this is in game jow don't know shit jow's just trying <laughs> to get an apartment you know with the Go
0: grappling on. hooks um uh Aoife and Drago, you guys start making your way down the chasm, and uh, <clears throat> the rocks are a little slippery from the snowfall. Something else that you notice that is a little interesting is that as you step on the vegetation in the area, um, you know, when you, like, the, the heart of your boot kind of grinds it against the stone that it's on, it leaves this deep red, like, residue, like, uh, Um, It's like a grass stain, but it's red, right? Um, You make your way down. Uh, It's fairly easy going. There's no points where you really have to like lose more than one point of contact. And you're able to make your way safe enough to the ledge where the, um, I guess like zip line starts. You look at the uh, zip line, you get a little bit of a closer inspection. And uh, upon looking, it does appear that whatever the material is, it's some sort of braided metal cord. Um,
4: oh, okay.
0: it is also secured by some sort of like a uh, large metal anchor that's in the side of the rock that's been put in the rock, kind of like a, uh, what do they call it? A uh, Python?
1: Yeah. Uh, little, pitons.
0: Yeah, pitons. It's like that, but it's a big one. It's like a railroad spike that's stuck in the rock. Um, and, uh, as you are there looking over the edge, kind of just staring at this, um, there's just this little image of you just standing in this massive, chasm and there was no wind before when you were above but now there's just this like this just updraft coming from somewhere deep tunnel. below and you look over you know the side and you can't see the bottom
1: I just want to make the joke that when uh Zhao's foot kind of like slips on that red grass substance and makes a state like a smear I just go I'm pretty sure I've seen this in your small clothes that's all
4: Nice. Sorry know?
6: Cuff him in the head, he
4: falls
5: Can Eva kind of pull taut The other end of the grappling hook So that someone else can climb down The same rope and she can kind of keep it steadier Yeah, and,
0: and, and even um, Yeah, that's totally fine, yep, that would work
5: That That's just what her thought is Just hold tight, next person can come down Next person can come down
0: You're also, um, whoever is, whoever is down there first, um, you look over at the, uh, at the person that's just lying face down over there and, um, they're covered in a thin blanket of snow, which (laughs) indicates they probably haven't moved for a little bit. And there is a lot of blood. There's a lot of blood that's on the snow next to them. Oh, jeez.
3: Uh, Draco Miro will go next, probably. um, Okay. Slide down and then, uh, do I have to roll or anything or am I good? Nope, you guys
0: are good. I'll say you're you're all pretty much secured it as far as. Uh, do you still have a phobia, Theo, or no?
6: No, no. I, I ended up not going with it. I, I would I would not get through this adventure. <laughs> yeah, Impossible.
0: Yeah, so you guys down. all all five of you are able to make your way down to the uh, one side of the um, zipline, so to speak. If you look further down um, on the other end of the zipline, there is some sort of metal. Um, Pulley device that looks like it slides on the line. But how far
6: across is this?
0: It's probably a, it's probably a 30 foot, 30 foot expanse across the open chasm.
4: Is
6: there any way we could hook that thing with a grappling hook and pull it back across? Like, I can't throw that far. I have a zero to shooting and throwing. A literal zero. <laughs> I, have,
4: I have a
1: grappling hook, 60 feet of rope, and a plus four to shooting and throwing. I'd be willing to at least take a throw at it. Oh, wow. All
0: right. Yeah, Mr. Punny. Oh, hey. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, can, you can certainly, yeah. You have 60 feet of rope. Um, Honestly, uh, yeah, think. Think about what you would do. Think of a genius way to retrieve this other piece of equipment. Is there anything you guys can think of? There's a taunt line. You guys have rope
1: honestly, if you think about it, you said thirty feet out is where that pulley system is right if yes. i If I you know pull out forty five ish feet of rope with the grappling hook at the end, even if I overshoot it right and it drapes over the other side, as long as I'm on one side and it drapes over the you can other. pull it along. We should be able to pull it along. Mm-hmm. And yep. catch
6: the line. Yep. catch
1: it. Yep. That's yep. a good, yep. yeah.
6: Big, strong throwing arm. <laughs>
0: Big, strong throwing arm. You better give it to your sister.
1: Well, is, would it be a shooting and throwing? Or would it just yes. be like some form of... Does anybody have yep. higher than plus four total?
3: Uh, I got four dots, so I have an eight in my
5: uh, yeah. yeah I, it's I, Drago. I,
1: I reluctantly hand it to Dragomir, and I just go like, "Just remember whose gear this is." I come, I I think, I think of these things. You simply react, just so you know.
0: All right, boy, let let me show you how to toss a pigskin.
1: Yeah, right over the mountain, just (laughs) over the other side of the chasm. Just Uncle, what is it, Uncle Rico? (laughs)
0: <laughs> just wrecks, just wrecks the guy that's face down on the other side of the grappling hook. No, <laughs> Puts
4: him head. in the back, pulls gonna, him like, down the He was going to
6: like quadruple check that his, the geek strap on his glasses is secure.
4: <laughs> so yeah, I rolled a one. <gasps>
1: oh my oh, god! You just one back one. and you I hooked, yeah. you hooked Jauvin and flayed him off. <laughs> 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 Throws a back like a fish, like a fish hook just hits me in the are Oh no. no. This is what happens,
0: okay? We're
6: losing so, the grappling hook.
3: Yeah, we're fine.
0: The mighty swing, right? Mighty swing. You throw the throw the grappling hook. It go, It does overshoot the line easily, right? You just like, you're like, oh, I trained for this, right? And uh, you start pulling up the line, pulling up the line. And the grappling hook clicks on that little piece. And um, you go to like, you go to like, start pulling it up, pulling it towards you. And then that little piece that's secured to the line, you just hear like a clink and then you hear a,
4: Ding ding ding, <laughs> ding 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 tink. was that oh, the yeah, whole grappling hook or
6: just one hook on it
0: <laughs> no no no. you have your grappling hook what you no longer have is that little piece that is attached to the line that allows you to slide back and
3: forth i i basically unhooked it from the line
6: <laughs> oh did the whole bucket fall like the whole pulley basically
4: thing?
3: yeah that's
0: right yeah yeah. The pulley thing fell, so now you That's just worse. have
6: a... That's a, a, worse. That's actually worse than losing the Now you
1: just hook. have a piece of cable that goes so across this guy. So, so now what we have to do is use the grappling hook, hook and to, hold yeah. onto the rope. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> no, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. First of all, he takes it, so so this is what I see. So, Jow's like, kind of reluctantly hands the rope. He's like, ha, huh, can't do it, day boy. Just like swings and chucks it, hooks it, and he's just like, hey. And then you hear it falling, and he's just like,
5: I have a question. <laughs> he's just staring with his mouth open in the
6: chasm, like, no.
3: And he just oh, kind of looks mind. down the chasm, I... and then he's like, this probably was cheaply made.
1: Quick I question. I and I'm just like, I, uh, I'll I'll sh- leave the smart plans to me, or the s- giantist over here.
5: Where's Fergus? I don't see him
1: with a plan. Uh, Fergus is with you. He, cl-
0: he was able to navigate down the side. Okay, how are we work. getting yeah.
2: the dog across now? it's easy
3: i have
0: plans
2: someone someone holds him i've got a backpack if he'll fit in my backpack
0: have- he's literally a hunting dog he's He's massive. oh he's gosh a bit bigger,
3: yeah, he's wow like a never
2: mind i imagine
3: like a... this is, like, this a is a what we do dog. we are gotcha. going to make I, I have done this in mountains with when Swiss we are actually, yes we'll, <laughs> we're going to do tarish sheet it's whole thing where you do we had to attack once. We had to attack this castle all the way up in mountains. Nobody thought we could do it. Had to cross something like this. We took the rope, make a little seat out of it, pull across. Easy.
6: Yeah.
0: Easy. Kay. Easy. You has got
6: uh, it. I'm going to yeah, check but we the can't roughness of up. this cable, and if I think it's going to eat through, like, fucking hemp rope before we get to the other side. <laughs>
4: so
3: the
0: cable is wet. It's slick um but there is not a sign at all of rust on it this this cable is new it was oiled at one point you can still feel that it's oiled um and it's braided, but it's not like sharp or serrated at all like you could run your hand like this along the cable and you're not going to like cut your hand or anything okay
6: good so you're you're fairly
0: confident if you have decent hemp rope like in theory it would work Hmm.
4: okay okay let's
1: try it we can even cut my if nobody else has like a lot of rope um you know, I we can cut mine into smaller segments so that way everyone can just do it.
2: No, keep I've, I've got rope.
1: Oh, okay. I I, I I've didn't got know what everyone looks like. Okay. Once you know cut
6: rope, you can't uncut it. So <laughs>
0: all right. Uh all right there. Uh Baba Drago. Why
3: don't you uh
6: tie us, us a tar a tarish harness, a terash seat. <laughs> yeah, show us,
0: show
3: us this how they did, how, did it. This is how, how they did it, it. back in the day. Yeah. What do I have to roll for that, Troy? Well,
0: you know what? It's a great it's, question. sounds like a feats.
2: Yeah. I thought, oh, was it a craft? Saying craft? I was thinking craft. I, or craft you,
3: you don't want me doing anything with craft because I have absolutely no ability. I have to Possibly travel, five.
6: though. That's not. And so I have crazy. a
3: creativity of one. So, yeah. I have
1: plus five to craft. I could easily craft everyone, like, some form of, like... I could just, like... You, know, you make you make a little circle around it and tie well, it. So you this can is hold
2: on to it. well, yeah, but this is for Oh, not Ferguson.
1: This is we'll for do. Fergus. Here's what this we'll is do
0: for Fergus. So, uh, well, so for Fergus, it's going to have to be a craft check. Okay. For everybody else, I will allow you to choose between either feats, craft, or travel. And depending on how poorly you roll, if something mm-hmm. bad happens, what happens will be dependent on which one of those three you chose. So if you're going to choose beats, you're kind of just strong arming your way across this rope with like a little harness tied around your butt or something. If you're, if you're choosing travel, you are, you know, tying a bunch of different knots, like a couple safety harnesses. Like you're really, you know, working on it. If you're doing more of a craft, you're going to depend on whatever it is that you can construct as far as like a swing to like help you get across. So it's like that that's doing all the work basically.
3: All right. Let me go with travel actually.
0: Right. I'm rolling craft for me and Fergus. Okay. Who's going first, by the way?
6: I'll do it. Life's short and we I'm We should not. have at least two people on the line at a time and you should be connected in case one of your contraptions...
3: So That's go, good I'll idea. Go, this one is smart, see?
1: So I'll go with... Well, does do me and Fergus count as two? Then yeah, Drago and can have should go himself. together.
2: No, yeah. no, I don't think they would, because, like, it's the other person has to be able to pull the other person or, like, secure them, so Fergus wouldn't know
3: like, what to do. I You're will hold you and dog, yeah, ja. don't let do it. Again. Yeah. I will keep you safe, but.
6: Yeah, also, Fergus freaks out halfway through, like, somebody's just calm him down. Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. So, yeah. So, you
0: is it uh, Ifa that's going first, then?
6: Yep. I'm using travel, uh, uh, because uh, it is my best out of the three.
0: And and who else is uh, going?
6: Uh, uh, Jao, uh, if Eva's going first, give her the end of your rope. We can get a second rope across, and we could possibly use that to like tie to somebody else's contraption, and Eva can use her huge fucking guns to help pull them across. <laughs>
1: done, done. Mm, smart. Yeah.
5: her huge fucking guns.
6: <laughs> huge cool. fucking guns.
2: Uh,
0: cool. Who else is going with Eva as a backup as a safety?
2: Smart boy.
3: Okay. <laughs> so, I just so Dragomir sees that Theo's like terrified, and he's just going to be like, "You go now. You don't have to worry about going while other people cross. Get it yep. over with." Right? Yep.
6: And the, the sooner and- I get there, the better chance he has if he's still alive on the other side.
3: Right. Right. Yes. He's clearly but- dead. Yes.
6: I'm coming. He's. Might, cold yes, yes, temperature lowers. Yes. <laughs> cold temperature lowers people's metab- metabolic rate. It slows the rate of blood flow and lowers their oxygen requirements. We, it might be worth whatever conserving. you need to
3: tell yourself. <laughs> just get the cold. <laughs> okay. i, I,
4: okay. I okay. not your yep.
3: Whatever you need to tell yourself. You need to
6: okay, <laughs> I'm also gonna go with travel.
5: Eva is right. like nodding along with like the concerned expression of like, yeah, no, no, totally. She has no fucking clue what he's saying. There is What's nothing- a metabolic
6: rate? <laughs> a what?
0: <laughs> cold weather is what. Both, I didn't both of even you biff guys it. go ahead and make travel checks
6: did not biff i rolled i got an 11 not amazing but not a one
1: <laughs> i just want to say that like as they're setting up and going over i nudged dragomir and i'm just like you know that i'm the one who talks for a reason right like what the fuck did you just say to her <laughs> like damn <laughs> like that is a colleague like what are you doing I- He's dead. What? He's dead. <laughs> I know that. Okay. You know that. He doesn't have to know that yet. Uh, all right. You need
3: some know. The world is tough.
5: I also got an 11. You guys High five.
6: We struggle together in different ways.
0: <laughs> so, so you guys are, you're, you're going across and even with the pretty substantial weight of both of you on there, the, the cable is like taunt. It looks like you would imagine that there was some way that they mechanically tightened. Yeah, they
6: cranked that with a winch or something.
0: Both of you go on it and it does bend just a little tiny bit, but like we're talking probably 400 pounds on it at at one time. So uh, you guys make your way across and you get, when you get about halfway down and you look down, you like, Kinda shit your pants a little bit, and then she you does keep not crawling.
4: look
6: down.
0: Eva yeah. oh, you Don't look
6: down. You don't look down. Da- Theo looks down. <laughs> he looks down. There's nothing terrifying in this world that Theo will not look at.
0: <laughs> You're like trying to do the I, I get that meme with the lady with all like the trigonometry and shit in there. You're trying to calculate like how fast you'd hit the earth. Like,
6: yep, <laughs> yep, just velocity. math. But he's like, oh, not good. Terminal velocity for sure. Red mist definitely. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> you do. Make your way across, both of you.
3: Oh.
4: Oh, okay. The whole
3: time she's going across, Dragomir me on the other side is like, isn't she brave, girl? Look at her. She's a brave girl, <laughs> right? He's saying that to Charlie. She's
1: so brave. She's Charlie, so good at everything. She's she brave, brave and wonderful.
4: Yeah, yeah,
3: she's cool. Very brave, very strong girl. Very brave, uh, very do, do
6: what you can to help them across with the, the rope, and I, I just run toward the body. <laughs>
1: does this mean that charlie's gonna have to go alone if uh yeah. Mir is going with me and Fergus?
2: yeah i'll be fine i think you,
1: I
0: think you and Fergus are gonna have to go by yourself no that's what oh, i thought. really that's what i thought yeah yeah
2: because uh, i thought the other person is to secure if one of them falls yeah
1: but yeah, that's, that's the whole that's thing that's is i have just a dog like it's um, me it's me and him in it let's just you know
2: I yeah, mean, but also, like, I'm it, like,
6: if you confident fall, the cable can hold more weight. Like, all of us could run. be on it and it wouldn't collapse, I don't think. So, yeah.
3: And, and the yeah, other thing so is, like, you bet. Oh, sorry, go ahead.
2: I was going to say, all three of us could probably just go at the same time, then, too. Yeah. We
3: could try that. Let's just do that.
0: Risk it for the biscuit, right?
3: Fuck yeah. it.
4: It's fine. I'm going to take, <laughs> take
3: a sip of the special, the special wineskin before I go. There.
1: So, am I only rolling craft for Zhao's contraption for fergus or am i rolling craft twice once for me and once for fergus?
0: no just once for both of you is fine okay okay yeah. yeah um while you guys are doing that and getting your shit squared away ready to take the leap of faith uh theo you run over to the body mm-hmm. and um
1: not rolling yet you,
0: you look at it mm-hmm. and like i said there's there's a lot of blood there like you you probably go down to your knees or whatever and yep. it's not too long before you feel the uh you know the wetness seeping in part of it's probably the snow. It's also a little bit warm.
6: Okay, that's a good sign. I'm going to check for vital signs like pulse, breath. <laughs>
0: you have medicine?
6: I do. Actually, medicine is my um, discipline in the Giants.
1: Make me a
0: medicine check.
1: I have a surgeon's kit too. So when I get over there...
6: I also have a surgeon's okay. kit. Okay, <laughs> yeah,
1: didn't know if, uh, you would need gear.
6: 14.
0: 14. So you, uh, you go to check a... Uh... You go to check his pulse or whatever, and uh, you're having a little bit of a tough time feeling for it. His skin is very pale and cold. Um, You're not sure how long he's been here. And then you kind of like clear away the the padding around his neck and stuff. He's got like a scarf and this big heavy outer coat on and stuff, and you find his, you know, you find his- uh, uh, Jugular? Fucking jugular, yeah, pulse. Gotcha. And and you do catch a slight, it's very faint, but it's there, there's something there. His heart's beating.
6: Okay, I'm going to start triaging immediately. I need to find out where he's hurt, if I can roll him over, if I should roll him over, if that's going to fucking do more damage than good, find out where he's bleeding, and just... Also, if I can tell who this is at any point.
0: (laughs) We'll let you do that, and simultaneously while you're doing that, the other three are going to start getting across. So go ahead and make me your rolls, guys. Oh, goodness. Here it goes.
3: I'm doing travel.
2: Same thing, travel. Oh, okay. fine.
4: I a, 19. I got an eight for craft. Eight doesn't feel good. Eight does not feel good. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just kidding. They're like, no. You literally
3: screwed the pooch. Oh, no. I mean,
2: <laughs> that we hopefully, lost all of our viewers. Hopefully, is, like, Everybody's in the done, middle of the us. <laughs> Hopefully, Dallas is just, in the middle of both. That was
1: of us. that was like one of the worst rolls. I rolled a three on the d10. Um, I rolled a three too. I got I got a ten.
6: Oh my oh gosh, my. they're yeah. stuck.
4: <laughs> so
1: here's what happens. So I'm gonna
0: say with with your roll, Charlie, since you did so exceptionally well, you get a 19. Um, really, everything is going pretty smoothly. But then, uh, Fergus starts like freaking out. Like he's like either the suspension system that is carrying him is not comfortable. It's like riding up on his groin or something. And he starts, like, yapping and he starts, like, biting at the rope that's, like, holding him onto this cable, like, not knowing what to do. And then you've got, like, Drago, like, smacking him, like, trying to get him to stop, like, biting the rope. And uh, eventually, though, uh, Zhao is able to, like, kind of, like, hold him so he's not, like, freaking out and, like, shaking the whole rope and stuff. And uh, you are able to help push them all along and, like, get them to the other side safely just nice. in time as just in time as Fergus like finishes chewing through the rope that was holding him he onto, like
6: the, it onto the landing face first like scorpions a little bit but he's fine He's walking off. Yes, yeah. off
1: that's perfect <laughs> i look i look to charlie for sure and i say like oh gosh you say the word and uh, whatever i have that you want is yours Fergus means more goes. to me than i like to admit and uh yeah thank you
2: oh that's so sweet you love your dog
1: No, no, no problem at
2: all that. That's what I'm here for, right? I'm here to help you guys get across. I know what I'm
6: doing. Do you have a surgeon's kit because you have some proficiency in a medicine-related skill?
1: (laughs) Uh, No, I simply have a surgeon's kit because it's a necessity for these two idiots that I live with.
6: Hey, I was gonna I've say, the, his, yeah. Have them. I have I seen I you know provide medical care it. in the past two weeks?
1: Um, probably. I mean, like if Aoife or oh, yeah. A bit, like yeah. God, okay, like, I've definitely, definitely seen him. Up. He's
6: he's gonna yell for Joe. Like Joe, I can use an assistance. He's alive.
1: Yeah, I'll run over. Oh shit, he's alive. Would it be possible? <laughs> <for me to laughs> oh shit, <be> like, <laughs>
6: well fuck me. <laughs> of,
1: fuck, it's, me. Exactly, <laughs> fuck me. You
6: why <laughs> well, you're getting more Italian? Well, fuck me. <laughs> it's not it's, it's, a it's a Luigi. Two hands.
1: <laughs> it's <gonna be> Luigi. <laughs> very, very. He is oh. a marinating
4: his
1: own ragu.
4: <laughs> oh no.
1: Um. Uh, so Troy, I have a question because medicine is, um I believe, it's a discipline under multiple vaginas, things right? yes yeah, so okay. i had erudition vaginas would it be epilogue. anything i potentially read about because i've had to know how to stitch and stuff like that or is that not in erudition
0: it would not be under erudition erudition okay. would be the knowledge of like maybe the like actual like medicine but okay. it's not necessarily the practice Correct. of how it's done right gotcha so you have like a knowledge of like you've oh, read gray's anatomy digit, you've never poked around or, like, organs. Turnip, right now you've never done well, you have done that, but like you're not proficient with
1: it right it's not, so. i haven't i haven't learned by doing, I've learned by necessity, and I've only read what I'm supposed to do, so yes. Any, so, um, any
6: experience is better than none. I just need assistance from somebody competent.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, is there, like, would it be under feats or performance? Performance, it wouldn't be under, like, I, I'm just No, it's, to put it's science,
6: magiants, and natural environments are the three skills that, domains that lead to science, medicine. Magiants, so, um, I don't, would this fall under survival?
5: That's I literally
1: what have none of those. Aoife's so. got
5: survival under natural environment, but is that too
0: far so survival off? Survival wouldn't, survival wouldn't really constitute the first aid uh, okay. portion of it. But here's here's what i You I'll do say have here. high
6: reason, though, and two of them. I do have high reason. Base, oh, he so? does. Yeah. I do,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, so here's what we would do in a situation like this. Both of you could roll a check, and whoever gets the higher check would would essentially, we would use that score. Mm. But for okay. role-playing purposes, what this is, is it's like Theo is doing the work. In yeah, hold direction.
4: this.
6: Put your bleeding.
0: hand here. he some arterial bleeding. Put some pressure okay. right here. Whatever, you know. Or hey, prop his legs up. Or hey, you know, make sure his airway is clear. Whatever. Something like that. Okay, keep him warm, whatever.
1: So, so mechanically, is, is it something like you would just add my reason or like you just, do you want yes. me to roll anything? So if
0: you don't have a corresponding skill, if you don't have medicine, for example, and you don't have any points in magiants, then you would yep. just use the skill. So in that case, it would the be
4: reason. Okay, but,
1: so you add plus also, four to this roll.
0: Yep. but you could also, because medicine is also under like natural environment, which is empathy, you could use empathy as the way you know, whatever. You can
1: He's a bad not bad uh Not Jow's bag, man. I don't have much empathy.
0: So, Theo, you call for Jow's assistance, and he comes running over to you. Um, after checking for the pulse, you do notice that he does have a pulse. His skin is, it's pale, pale white. It looks like the snow lying next to him, at least the snow that's not saturated with blood. You look around, and uh, he's covered in very thick um, winter gear, uh, like he's traveling out in the elements. So you have to remove some of the clothing before you can get a better look at some of the injuries.
6: Yep, Um, I'll yell for someone to get a fire started.
0: I was going to say doing so out in the open like this would probably be more dangerous to his health. Mm. Um, Fuck me. You do notice an obvious injury, though. His right leg is shattered. It's completely crushed. Um, like, like bad, like, uh, bad, bad, just totally shattered. Like, it looks like it got hit with like a steamroller. Like it's, it's flat. can I shattered.
6: tell, um, if it is because he landed bad or if it was like a, a blow or something landed on his leg, did, did he like, oh, ah, and then his shit was just like, fuck you from the landing. Once or was it,
0: bad. once you get a fire going and you can inspect the wound a little closer without so much like clothing and stuff, I will allow you to, uh, you know, kind of discern based on your, 14 that you got. Um so yeah, uh somebody go ahead and make me either a survival check, uh Sarah, or natural environment to try to get a fire going.
3: Can I aid probably, can probably, bring me your aid probably
0: in probably that? First of all, does anybody have firewood? Does oh. anybody have firewood on them?
2: I do.
6: Not. I have a tinderbox
3: box.
2: Yeah, I also
6: have a tinderbox. I do not have firewood though. I have some torches. Yeah, torch, yep, torch is something.
3: How
1: many torches we got?
3: I have three.
1: Oh, I do have torches as well. Does anybody have have an oil lantern? I have, um, I did not take a lantern. I did take three torches though.
6: We can get a tent set up, keep the flap open, keep the torch partway through so it vents and then the tent will trap some of the heat.
0: Yeah. Everybody go ahead, everybody go ahead except for Theo and except for um uh Zhao. The other, yeah. three of you, <laughs> the other three of you make a perception check for me.
5: Oh dear. Uh, also, I...
0: Tell me what it is exactly that you guys are doing. I know Theo was like, Hey, we need a fire, so are you like, Okay, fire, yeah, where's wood? Or are you like, Okay, are you kind of like getting an area of the surroundings? I guess make a roll and then kind of tell me what it is that your character is looking for or trying to do.
5: Um, can I tell you the
0: Go ahead Sorry. the survival roll I got yes,
5: I got a fourteen
0: okay
2: uh so I imagine Aoife is working on the fire, right
5: yeah she yeah. uh she's she has skill in it she uh has like a lumberjack sack so she knows how to get this you know what she wants out of the wood to get it to start. She's got a tender box she's done it before yeah,
2: yeah. after after Theo's instruction, I think uh Charlie will just take someone's bag and start to set up a tent
3: yeah, I'll take mine that's fine. Yeah, Three um, is gonna look around to see if there's anything you can that's flammable that we can use. Yeah. I yeah. have uh, I
1: have two doses of uh, anal analgesics, which are like pain relievers. Yep. If we want to just like shove them in this person's mouth and just he's, like
6: he's unconscious right now, it's no point.
1: So save him when he wakes up, though.
6: Yeah, like, I, I just
1: want to let you guys know that I have it, so that way we can use it. We
2: going to need it. <laughs> oh, he I
6: forgot.
1: Woke up my sleeping baby.
2: I forgot. I also have a lighter.
3: Ooh, that's oh, that's good. That's useful. Uh, so um, I rolled a natural ten, and that's a total of fifteen. Nice. Beautiful. You
0: make uh, of Anybody to roll good on this? I, I was swear. hoping it would be you for very specific reasons. Charlie, what did you get?
2: Uh, am I doing perception? You said.
0: Or travel, uh, or um, survival, or, okay. or sorry, natural environment, perception, or travel.
2: Okay. I got a fourteen.
0: Okay, so you start putting together a tent pretty hastily. Sarah, you start, you get out your tinderbox, you start clearing some area, like on the, you start clearing out some snow and stuff like that. Um, you probably grab, I would say maybe three torches. That's the only wood that you have immediately at your disposal right now. And you probably start to light those and try to, you know, shelter it from the wind. It's pretty windy right now. Um, even the the soft like howl coming from like inside the chasm, it's like, you have to talk just a little louder to hear each other. Mm -hmm. Drago, as you are like kind of frantically searching around for something that's flammable, right, the obvious thing that comes to mind is you look at the guy that's laying on the ground covered in clothing, and you're like, "Mm, you could probably light that shit on fire, but then you're like, wait, no, that's probably not good, and uh, you're looking around a little bit more, uh, there's a bunch of lichen that's hanging from the ceiling, you're not sure if it's flammable or not, you've never had experience with this particular plant, you know it's weird. You also look down a little further, and um, you do see that there is, from this landing, there is what looks like a little um, tunnel that leads into the side of the mountain and down into the darkness.
3: A cave. Um, yeah, a cave. Oh, great. There's
0: another thing that you notice, though. So as you're walking around and you're doing these things, I would imagine, Drago, you're, you're probably a pretty, um, like, you, obviously you get amped up when you need to, but I feel like you've experienced life more where you're a little bit more calm and collective in general.
3: Yeah, so you're low like up exactly on uh, my personality too, I
4: think. Perfect,
0: perfect. So as you're doing this, you're looking around, you know, you're you're looking at the lichen and all the red and you're, you're listening to the sounds that you hear and you see the cave and you look at the guy on the ground and you're looking at his gear like, yeah, we could probably burn that. And you see the blood that's kind of pooled around him and stuff like that. And then you notice, um, you notice that there's like, more blood that's like kind of further away from his body. And you kind of go a little closer to investigate and there's a decent amount of blood that's kind of splashed like here and there. And it's right on the edge of the uh, landing that you're on. And as you get closer and you like look over, you look over the edge and you just see deep, deep down, down into the depths before all the light fades and you can't see the bottom. And uh, it makes you wonder what exactly is going on. That's, That's there's
3: son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> so you are able to um, get a fire going. And uh, once you have a fire going, you're able to kind of back up into the uh, cave a little bit more. You're not in the cave, but you're sheltering yourself from the, the weather a little bit more. And you were able to clear away some of the clothing on this person. He's still unresponsive. So you've tried talking to him, you've tried shaking him and stuff. He's not responsive to verbal commands or anything like that. His leg um, is crushed. So he did not fall to get this injury, something fell on him. Okay. His leg is crushed. As you look further back into the cave, you notice that there's a dark brown um, stain that comes from inside the cave. And you start putting like two and two together, thinking about what maybe happened and stuff. And you imagine that this person, whoever he is, had some sort of horrible accident. His leg was crushed by something, and he crawled his body on his hands to try to get out of wherever he came from inside this cave. And you just see this thin, like, just line of blood before he just couldn't pull himself any further and collapsed.
6: That means two things to me. That means no one in the... He didn't think anyone was in the cave with him who could help him. Or two, he was very afraid of something in the cave to come back out here into the elements.
3: There's also this... uh, I'll show them the blood that leaves...
4: leaves, Uh,
6: Is this someone I know? Is this Mason or anyone?
3: You do not recognize... It's a great question.
0: Yeah. But the gear that he has on, he has uh, climbing gear, he has a pickaxe, he has uh, tons of different ropes and cables and pitons and stuff like that. So... Um, he could perhaps be somebody that you're looking for. He might be okay. the explorer of the group. This
6: man is going to die with these injuries. I'm getting a tonic oh. ready.
0: You also notice that he is missing several of his toes and fingers, which is oh. a very oh. peculiar fact about the someone that you're looking for. So that's kind of a giveaway. Duncan.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting Duncan, one
6: of my tonics Duncan. out. I've only got three and I'm about to have two. <laughs>
0: As you get your tonic out and you, uh, well, first of all, make a roll because you do need a roll to administer a tonic.
4: Yes. As
0: you're doing this, Drago, who do you kind of point out the uh, the observation
1: that you made to?
3: you pointed out to Charlie, wow, Charlie. Okay. and and wow, and, and wow. yeah, you know, because they're probably together. Oh, no, um, I meant
1: I meant Ethan. <laughs> like, I'm surprised
3: you didn't pick Ethan. Well, I, she's, I figure like, favorite. Charlie, like, is like the guide here, right? So, yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. I got a 16. I warn Zhao and say, he's probably going to get regain consciousness very fast. He's going to be very confused. And he's going to be in a lot of pain. Hold him.
1: <laughs> I'm, ready with, I'm ready with my painkillers.
6: <laughs> let's actually, let's get some of those on there before I administer this. <laughs> Maybe that will, that will help a bit.
4: Are they sure. topical yeah, like, or is it the like- is it
0: So you notice that he has a crushing injury on his leg that is yep. bad. He has various cuts and abras- abrasions and stuff everywhere. Um, how, how far do you strip him down?
6: I mean, I don't want him to... I Now that I've decided that this injury is too severe, like, even if I got him stable, like, we can't get him out of this chasm like this. He's going to die in travel. Like, he, this is not something he can survive in
4: this um, situation
6: for a long time. Um, so I am going to... I'm just... I'm not really going to strip him down any further. I'm just going to give him the tonic.
1: Does anybody have anything we can use to... I will warn
6: Jao to hold him. <laughs> yeah.
1: Do, does anybody have anything we can use as, like, a... Um, I don't think the, I don't think splint is the word. I'll I'm straighten looking for.
6: his leg as much as I can. Yeah, right? and like, like some tie
1: my straight. So yeah, before. object. I mean, we can use one of my tent poles. I'll rough it, but I mean, like I'd rather not because
0: you can make a craft check if nobody has any sort of splints, and you can you can splint not for the purpose of walking, obviously, but for the right. purpose of it not causing yeah. him immense pain. Yeah, I mean, sorry. Just try to hold back? his
6: legs straight. The tonic can fuse bone.
1: Do you want me to roll that now or just wait and
0: just uh, focus on the painkiller? As you guys are discussing this, Charlie, Zhao calls you over towards the edge of the cliff. And you see him standing against the, uh, the white and red backdrop uh, on, the, on the edge of disaster. And uh, he kind of points something out to you in the snow.
6: Zhao or Dragomir?
0: Dragomir. No. Something is Zhao.
3: Okay. Oh, okay. right. I was
6: over here with me. <laughs>
5: Do not
3: confuse yeah, me mean. with that one. Uh, so, so oh, something, gosh. something uh, else went over the edge here, or someone else.
2: Oh, over the edge.
3: Look and at blood. There's the blood
2: there. spots. Can I tell how? Um, yeah. Can I follow the trail or can I see? Can I tell once how long? He,
0: once he points it out to you, yeah, it checks out. You're like, yeah, it actually looks like someone, something, perhaps, might have fallen over the edge um you're not entirely sure but there is a little bit of blood here and there i mean it's not copious amounts um uh
2: where does the other end of the blood trail lead to
0: uh so there's like spots of blood from where this guy is uh-huh to the edge of the cliff gotcha and then the trail
3: ends there so someone was near him or with him bleeding and either jumped or fell climbed off of,
2: down or yeah. climbed or,
3: or climb tried down. to climb down. Right. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: But it's pretty steep, right? Very deep. You can't see the bottom. Yeah. Is it steep too? Like, is it climbable yes. without gear? Sheer
0: drop. Sheer drop. Yeah. I so mean, you nobody, could, could repel down, but you would again, it's more than a, it's a more than a vertical angle. Yeah. You
3: yeah. And, and there would, would still be rope. gear here if they repelled because they would have left their right. these ropes.
2: Yeah. 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 Right. Right. I mean, <clears> something <throat> to ask uh, if they do manage to get him awake,
3: I don't. I don't. The interesting thing is now. Uh, can I take a like a tracking would be what like travel or natural world? Can travel. I just take a look? Can I just take a look around and see? You know, look at the ground to see if there was a scuffle or something around them. Sure. Right.
2: Yeah. Well, are we also able to see from like the fresh snow and the blood trail like how long ago this was?
4: So the I know the blood was I know still,
2: the. Go ahead. Sorry. The,
4: the blood was
0: still a little bit warm, but I think more of that had to do with the fact that it was the heavy clothing that was saturated and it was underneath him, so it was yeah. protected from the cold environment. He could have been here for—I mean, he was covered with a layer of snow. So yeah. since it started snowing in the morning, at least he's been here at least since you woke up in the morning. Perhaps the night before, maybe somewhere in that ballpark. Okay.
3: Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got a fifteen.
0: Diego, you look around and uh, you start to try to use your tracking abilities and stuff like that. And um, you're, you know, you're kind of, the ground is covered with a uniform layer of snow and you start brushing aside some of the snow, seeing if you can see anything more, anything else to indicate what was going on. And um, it's just hard stone beneath you. There's no footprints or anything. There's nothing that could have made an invitation for footprints or a struggle. Um, but you just get this terribly, terribly uneasy feeling. You're, you're not like... You think you would feel much more at ease if the man that you found was dead? Everything would feel righter in the world. Right. right.
2: Um, <laughs> this if if this is the people from the exp- expedition, like they they left weeks, maybe even months ago. Like this, this is definitely them on the way out.
1: They only just got here. If this person's only been injured for a day,
2: or this is them like leaving.
1: Oh, is, fair you know, point. Exiting. He like fell back. Yeah.
0: You administer the tonic. And you're oh, ready for, um, sorry, go ahead.
1: I, I rolled a craft check. Uh, I got a 14. And oh, right nice. before right before Theo puts on the tonic, I go, hold on, hold on. I'm sure we don't want this man waking up and not, and being able to f- try and use his leg. So give me a moment. And I like run over and I find something that we can use. And I just kind of like straighten his leg and I just hold, like wrap it tight and I'm like just oh. a
6: bedroll. Wrap the bedroll around his yeah, legs, and sleeping like, bag. Oh, soft oh, splint.
1: Yes. All right. Now. I'm, there. Yes.
6: All right. Get ready to hold him. He might wake up swinging.
1: Yeah.
6: <laughs> okay. I will inject the tonic. I got a sixteen.
0: <laughs> Perfect. The tonic works. Go ahead and roll me a D10. Roll a five. Okay. in the
6: middle.
0: You inject the the uh, incredible wondrous liquid via your syringe into this man's probably, I don't know, arm, chest, somewhere where you can get a vein. And um, Next. You're, expecting, you're expecting a violent reaction from him. And a moment goes by and it's still silent. You recheck his pulse to make sure everything is okay. You're like, did I did I stick him right? Is everything okay? And you feel the pulse, it's quickening a little bit. It's getting a little bit stronger. And- Okay. After another minute goes by, another minute or so, you just see his eyes start to crack open and he just goes, oh, and he just lets out this just moan of agony.
6: Yep. Easy there. <laughs> goes, easy there.
0: Open his eyes. And uh, yeah, he's just you're... kind of in this like dazed state a little bit. Okay. Semi-conscious. Okay. I even... have... I'll have
6: Zhao keep Wait. holding his shoulders and I'll just talk to him soothingly like, easy, you're...
1: I gave him You're the painkillers,
0: right?
1: <laughs> what did you say? His painkillers are, I gave yes. him those painkillers. They're, okay, they're, cool. in,
0: they're in full effect. You wrapped the gauze around his right. leg and covered them in that analgesic. All right,
1: you I'm know, getting rid of those from my uh, inventory. Just wanted to it's
6: bake. okay. We put aura gel on your leg. <laughs>
1: it's icy hot. It's, yeah, right?
0: <laughs> icy hot. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. Uh, as you guys are kind of, Dragomir, you're probably still kind of walking around the perimeter a little bit. Does anybody think to go further into the cave right now? As yeah, this what's is happening, the,
1: what's Eva you know, up to maybe? though?
5: I was gonna what's say to? she she was tending the fire and then seeing that all right, they're kind of getting a hold of it. She is gonna, because she, she is gonna kind of like peek into the cave and just try and see if she can spot anything, figure out where they are, what's going on.
0: You start walking back towards uh, the cave, away from the little uh, ledge that you guys are standing on. And you get a little bit further in there, and uh, you're probably maybe 10, 15 feet into the mouth of the cave. And uh, next to the side of you, you see this, um, it's like a torch uh, holder, uh, except there is a nebula on it. Hmm. And uh, it is just there on the side of the wall. And you look down a little bit further, and you really strain your eyes in the dim light to see if you can see anything more. You're fairly confident. You see the glint of metal, as there's another one probably another 20, 20 paces or so further down.
5: Okay. Um. She, she kind of looks at him and then just turns back, and then is about to, to to yell to Theo, but sees him talking to the good dude, just like, "Oh, time to shut my mouth." Uh, and then just like walks back out, but kind of keeping one eye on the cave in case anything comes out at them.
0: Sure, sure. The um, the man kind of like he's still dazed and confused a little bit and he's like he whispers something that you can't quite make out you lean in a little bit closer as his breath is very labored and he's probably got some crushing injuries to his torso and stuff as well and he just whispers to you water
6: yep i actually have two water skins i will go through my bag whip one of those out all right uh i will Ask Jada, you know, help me help me sit him up enough to let him yeah, drink.
1: Yeah. I get his head up enough that you can pour some water in his
4: no.
6: Yep. He's there. Robert he's there, mate. <laughs> you no,
1: know, he you help him
0: get down a couple of swigs of water, and um he just he's just grimacing through the pain. And uh you could you can only imagine the type of pain this guy is probably in right now, even with the painkillers. But uh he looks like a hardy fellow. It looks like the muscles in his body are made of just sinew and just gristle spite. and <laughs> spite, yeah and uh and he like he like looks at you and he like holds your arm and he's like he his eyes open a little bit more and he like takes in everything and sees everybody around you and he sees the chasm and then he just like closes his eyes and he takes like a big breath in and like winces a little bit as his chest rises a little bit and then he just lets out a big big breath And he just takes a few moments and just breathes,
1: and he's just holding your hand tightly.
6: Hold his hand too. I'll just be silent and present with him.
1: We we know his name, right? Completely, like we got dossiers on these people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So they told you who you're looking for, and they described all of them to you. So you think that this man is probably Duncan.
1: So, I think that Zhao does. Like I know that again, empathy is a low skill for him, and. To Zhao, the opportunity to get information out of this man before he dies is more important than him being comfortable right now. <laughs> so
6: Feels like holding his hand like in yeah. the moment with him, emphasizing well, 100%, and you're like, hey, mate, what happened to your leg? <laughs> that, that, and that makes sense. And I just go, I
1: go, Mr. McLeod, uh, this is very important. Uh, we're here looking for your lost crew. It's very important to us to know what the fuck happened out here? Uh, Jeff, Jeff, I have Jeff, let sister, him process. And I just look at Theo and I'm just like, if he can tell us literally anything right he's now, it's more important. not going to drop that,
6: dead in the next 30 his seconds.
1: Eyes, his eyes open wide and he kind of like,
0: he like turns his head and looks around a little bit. And when he does that, you just see like this thick, just gash along the side of his head. Mm, and fuck. there's just like blood and other shit going. You don't even know. Like you think you see a portion of his skull maybe exposed. Mm. And he looks at you and he says, Still. he's like the others. He's like, they're in danger, they're hurt. He's like, they're inside the cave.
6: All right. You're you're hurt too. <laughs> Let's take care of you and then we'll, we'll go after the others.
0: He looks at I you and he bandages. pulls you. He looks at you and he pulls you closely to him with strength that you're surprised he still has left <laughs> in his body. And he's like, he's like he's like, forget about me. He's like, they might not have time.
6: Shit. Oh shit! Yeah. These are exactly the kind of ethical dilemmas that Theo is bad yeah. at. He's like, "Oh no, it's happening ja- again. Ja- ja- sure. like, oh, Theo- human, which human life? Oh, human lives are. Oh, human lives have value." Oh, oh.
4: I Zhao gra-
1: <laughs> grabs Theo, and he's just like, "All right, we need to make a decision. I'm going to see my sister. Stay with him. I'll be back and let you know what we're doing." And I okay. get up, and Zhao and Ja-o gets out of the tent, um, and leaves Theo with uh, Duncan McLeod and just kind of like walks over to Drago Charlie and uh, Aoife and just I'll wait and let you explain what they're up to while I while I come over. But just in case. But
3: I had uh, while that was going on, I had just pointed out the blood and and what he found to Aoife and, uh, you know, told her to be extra on watch.
5: Yeah, Aoife is like just coming out of the out of the cave and kind of keeping her eyes out.
1: All right, yeah when Zhao walks in, he just kind of looks around and he's like getting used to the lighting in the cave, he finds everybody, and he just goes, that man's fucked period, <laughs> oh shit, that man's not gonna make it. It's Theo's in there trying. I've seen this kind of thing man's everybody's it's just it. convinced he's dead, they're all just like fucking he's dead, <laughs> yeah.
3: he's gonna be Theo. the only one who survives
4: <laughs> okay, and I the guess. thing
1: the problem is it's not even that like his injuries are that bad, it's that there's no way he's gonna be able to physically move the two-week yeah. journey so it's one of those things where Zhao ja walks in and he says he told us that the rest of the crew they're in terrible danger and we have things to figure out here we need to find anyone who we can bring back for information for coin for our payment that man but- seasoned adventurer it was bound to catch up with him at some point but and like and at that he kind of like looks at charlie almost apologetically for saying something like that but then he looks to Eva and uh and Dragomir just goes like what have you found in here? What's what's going on? Do-, do we have anything?
3: There was another one here. Look, and I'll show them the blood that went over the edge. That's yeah, he said that they're in the cave. I, is-
5: there's um torch holders in the cave with like a little symbol on them. I wanted to ask the year, but no was not the time. Um they've got like a little nebula on them. Like, you know, like a torch holder. It's like stuck mm-hmm. to the
4: yeah. wall.
0: You but it's a got nebula sitting in it.
4: Yeah. Um, so, so
0: you guys might not
2: know what a, a nebular is. It's like a... It's like a. an electric light. It's, like it's an electric lantern. Oh, lantern. Oh,
1: I'm yeah. oh, okay.
3: It's a lantern. Okay. Oh,
2: they're mine okay. lights.
1: I thought right. it was a symbol. Yeah, all right. Yeah, same. They're like, mm-hmm. they're like mine lights, right? Like basically... Oh, yeah, exactly. But they're just LED
2: like... <laughs>
6: yeah,
2: okay. they're just like electric ones. So
5: then let ones. me re- re- uh, readjust my statement here. Uh, they've got them fancy magians lights in them. The, the nice ones like going right. down a bit of ways every like 10 or 15 feet or so.
3: So they must have been going obviously into the cave to look for whatever it was.
5: And whatever it was, they had those lights like stuck there. So they're probably going in and out a bunch or were trying to, anyways.
1: Right. <laughs> Jow looks at Dragomir and just is like, you had to take a job with
3: the fucking magiantist and shit. Listen, if you hadn't gotten us in trouble in the last time we could have stayed.
2: What's, what's, what's wrong with the Magiantists?
3: Nothing. Great people. Nothing's wrong with Magiantists. It's simply <laughs> that
1: I have a checkered history with them, if you will. I've, uh, particularly made some poor decisions in my life, uh, part of being an orphan, I guess, but regardless.
5: Aoife just looks at Charlie and just goes, he stole from the Magians Guild and is a freaking dumbass for doing so. What the fuck? What the what? fuck? I like her.
0: Yeah, he's not
5: gonna tattle on us. I love, I love all that.
1: I like as her too. This, I just
0: really quick, guys, as you guys are having this banter, Theo you're still with Duncan and uh he's still kind of holding on to you. And you can tell, you know, his heart rate has quickened and he's he's obviously got some worry on his face and stuff like that. And he's trying, it looks like he's he's not here right now. He's in a faraway place. His mind is somewhere else. And he looks at you and he says, he's like, I can't leave my crew on the mountainside again. He's like, I swore I'd never do it.
6: We're not leaving anyone.
0: He looks at you and he's like, I'm not sure I've got much time left in me.
6: I just dumped a heavy dose of tonic in here, so here's what we're going to do. My team and I, we were sent to find you. We're gonna get you all out. We're gonna go into the cave and we're gonna find the others, but I need, to, I need to at least get pressure on all of your injuries and we're gonna put you up in the tent and you're gonna stay there and you're gonna keep warm and we will be back for you.
0: He looks at you and he goes, will you stay here with me?
6: Yeah. I mean, for as, for as long as I can, um, do you think the rest of the crew's hurt?
0: He's like, I, I know they're hurt. He's like,
6: Do you know how deep they are in the cave?
0: He uh he takes a moment and he uh he's slow to respond to you, probably because of the head trauma uh yeah. and the severe loss of blood. But he says, uh we were harvesting, we were harvesting flux, and uh I made trips back and forth. They were working inside the cave quite a ways it was probably a four or five hour trip each way. And he's like, I'd come by every couple of days to give them supplies and come back up. And he says, uh, I was down there and I was enjoying a meal with them. They hadn't seen the sunlight in quite some time. And, uh, there was an explosion, there was a collapse and he's like crushed me leg. And he's like, uh, uh, he says, Mason's beyond the wall. He was alive when I crawled to try to find help, but he's, he's trapped as well. Do you I'm know afraid, if he's hurt,
6: uh, or is he just on the other side of the barrier? Could you tell?
0: Uh, he's like, yeah, Mason's hurt. And he, uh, he looks at you and he says, um, that other one, uh, Sarabas, he didn't make it.
4: No, fuck Sarabas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> he said,
0: uh, yeah, and that's all he says about the folks that were there.
6: Okay. What? What about Evelyn? Have you seen Evelyn?
0: He kind of he pauses for a moment when you ask him that. And he, uh, he looks again like he's maybe somewhere else, like he's trying really hard to think of something and the words are escaping him. And he says, uh, Evelyn was, uh, and he's trying to like scratch, he like, like tries to like move his arm and like scratch his head a little and then he's like realizes that that's a painful effort. And he says, Yep, yep don't touch that. He's like, uh, Evelyn, Evelyn found me. She said she was leaving to get help. I just started crawling, anticipating she might not come back. He's like, she's not the type of gal that can climb the side of a mountain.
6: Okay, maybe she doubled back. Okay, okay, let me, uh, uh, l- a little help. We need to, let me finish wrapping this and I'm gonna finish wrapping everything the best I can. Pressure, first aid, and then we need to get him set up in the tent like in the mouth of the cave maybe more sheltered from the wind i think so
0: as you're doing that as you're sheltering him as you're kind of clothing him and wrapping him and stuff like that he looks at you and he says to die alone is the worst death he says unfortunately i've left men in that position before and he's like but thank you for for staying as long as you can anyways and he uh kind of closes his eyes and puts his head back and dozes off
6: do I think this man is going to die? How long do I think we could leave him at a time before he needs someone to tend to him? Basically.
0: You don't know. He's in a pretty precarious spot. There's a lot of things about his injury that are uh, difficult that like one thing I'm thinking of, like in real life is if you have a serious crushing injury like that, like you'll die of organ failure because your kidneys cannot process all of the broken tissue. So like, even if his immediate bleeding and trauma is like, okay.
6: That usually happens when the, when the uh, weight is lifted though.
0: It takes a little time, but, but yeah, potentially. Right. I mean, the guy's in good shape. He's a little older, but he's, he's in, you know, great condition and he's obviously survived frostbite and shit before he's lost toes and fingers and stuff. So he's a hardy dude and he's trying hard to hold on. You're not sure it could go either way. So. I mean,
1: 12 hours, right? You said it's like a four-hour trip down to the caves and back. Like you said it's four like hours. a four
0: or five-hour trip each way to get to where right. they were
1: working. So like 12 hours, like before we tend to him again, do you think he's?
0: I don't know. I think, I think Theo would be the best person to make that educated guess. And right now you'd be guessing at best. You're not sure.
6: Oh, my God. He doesn't want to leave this man alone, but Mason is also in there.
0: You can rendezvous with the rest of the crew now and let them know what you heard and what you discussed. And yeah. uh, I promise just to let you guys know as a heads up, we probably will be wrapping up in the next like 10-15 minutes ish for this session. Uh there's a good spot I'd like to get to and then we'll kind of go <laughs> from there. Basically like
1: descend into the cave and then <laughs> um
6: <laughs> and never seen Duncan again. Duncan's hurt pretty bad but he uh he said that the crew is uh they're extracting flux down in there about four or five hours from the mouth of the cave. Uh, there was an explosion. Flux is very volatile it probably caught. Um, and it it collapsed a good portion of the cave. He was hurt. Uh, Mason's on the other side of the barrier. He was hurt as well. Um, Evelyn was with him. She left to get help. He hasn't seen her since he I'll lost just, consciousness. Oh,
3: when she says Evelyn left to get help, I'm just gonna look at Aifa and, and Charlie like kind of look back at the edge of the uh, cliff yeah
2: we, we, saw our <laughs> <dead. No way. laughs> we found uh we found a blood trail leading off off a different spot on the cliff away from uh some, some, someone or something
3: went over the edge
2: yeah
6: but there's... are you sure she didn't just go up to the edge realize she couldn't climb it and go back into the cave i don't know leader evelyn's smart i don't think she would
0: you don't know either with your track roll.
6: I mean, I've never met Evelyn, but Evelyn <laughs> right, went to really? college. I don't think she would try to climb a sheer cliff. And
0: you're not it's sure if you if you were in a situation like that, you know, you would not try to climb. You'd probably try right. to get across the the cord, the rope. Yeah, perhaps climb up from the other side and try to get help somewhere. You're not sure. You're quite Go. a ways away from civilization, so yeah.
2: Wait, with his 14, though, he didn't see kind of more blood leading away, or
0: I did roll a natural oh, 10 too on that. Yeah. Huh? So uh, what happened was he saw that he saw blood and he saw the blood, you know, splattered between where Mason was or not Mason, sorry, where Duncan was yeah. and like the edge of the cliff. Yeah. But he didn't see any signs of like disturbance or anything, not because he didn't roll good enough, because it, it would be literally impossible to like gotcha. it's on solid. Gotcha. It's hard right. Yeah. Okay.
4: Okay.
6: Right, right. I would think that there's a good chance Evelyn went back inside to see if she could take Mason out once she realized she yeah. couldn't.
3: I've been, no, we've been with each other for two weeks now. Mason is obviously very important to Inceptor Theo. Has that caught on? He probably hasn't told us any of that, but like, have we figured that out or?
6: Um, yeah, he would have volunteered at least that Mason is a friend.
3: Okay. So he definitely.
6: volunteered for the.
3: So we so will keep him in caves then.
0: And you're oh. a little bit, you're a little bit scared too, Theo, about, um, Again, that worry that you had the, the night before when you were making camp, you're anxious to hear that he could still be alive, but you're terrified as to the alternative. What if you get there and he's not? What if you were too late? You know? or I'm what also if you...
6: thinking a step further that if we all die trying to rescue him, who's going to take care of his daughter? Yeah. So <laughs> there's a lot going on there. Miss
3: um, despite... Mason. Uh, Mason is a good friend of yours, yes?
6: Yeah, he is. He's... He's a good guy. He has a he has a young daughter at home. She's sick.
3: Okay, we will go in cave then. I know what it's like to. Uh, we need to go and find for you. You would not want to live with not knowing that you could have done everything you could to save him. Believe me, I know that.
6: Yeah, um, Zhao, I I hate to ask, but would you mind leaving Fergus with Duncan? Um, He's lost a lot of blood. He could they could cuddle for warmth. It can make it could make a big difference.
4: Yeah,
1: I look at uh Theo and um <clears throat> I guess I I look and I say, hey, that's a good idea. I uh Vargas, you stay. Stay with this man. Sit and there's, and, like, there's not much right out here him.
6: that can hurt him either. It's not like yeah. predators can get to them.
1: And uh I also look at Duncan and I say, um I respect the man who pushes boundaries. And uh, and uh, I, I look at him and I ask Theo, I said, can you leave your second water skin with him for yep. water?
6: I'm already getting water skin and some food out. <laughs> yep.
1: and, I, and I pull out one of my final two pints of ale. And I say, this was supposed to be for the success of, of this mission. And I say, I'm giving you one of these for when you need it. Or when we come back to celebrate the fact that you've cheated death, my friend. And I hand him one of my pints of ale. Aww. Not like i'm not an empathetic person but at the same time jiao doesn't think about the fact maybe blood thinner who knows like it doesn't matter to him he just goes like a man deserves to drink you know what i mean he like be
6: wasted goes. on that if right exactly
1: and i just say like you know if you need it you know
0: right so you guys are uh you guys are kind of deciding what what exactly to do to go into the cave uh it sounds like y'all have decided to go into the cave
6: Yeah, I think we uh, set up Duncan. I'm going to leave, Yep, get Duncan as comfortable as we can get him, get him in the tent, sheltered from the wind, like in the mouth of the cave, at
2: least.
0: Yeah. Something happens, uh, a little strange. So you're you're getting him all set up, you know, you've got your water skin and stuff like that, you're trying to make him as comfortable as possible, out of the elements, he's got the fire going, and... He's kind of, you know, he keeps, like, opening his eyes for a little bit, looking around, and then, you know, looks at you guys, stares at you a little bit, and then he'll close his eyes again. He keep, kind of keeps doing that and whatnot. And uh, when you bring Ferguson uh, into the tent with him, you're like, Fergus, you stay here, boy. Like, Fergus, like, growls. Like, he looks at the guy, like, and kind of starts to growl. And then, oh. like, seems like he wants to follow you. I mean, I mean Fergus is close with you, right? So he kind of always wants yes. to follow you. But, yeah, um, yeah. He kind of st- he the fur on his neck raises a little bit, and he kind of growls at the guy and uh
6: I also don't want this dog to maul this man to death. that would be terrible <laughs> Fergus,
1: <laughs> Fergus is not going to bite him, I promise Fergus is a good guard dog he's just also a good judgment he's just a good judge of character uh can I make a relation check to just kind of vibe check this guy sure vibe check this man i want to can I make a vibe check? <laughs> yeah make a, make a relation check that's fine uh i just got a this is a lot uh seven on the die plus three plus two plus another two so that's that 14
0: yeah
4: yeah i mean yes. how long
1: have you had
0: how long have you had fergus for
1: i think i've had fergus for probably a good couple years like uh you know picked him up as a street dog when someone else was probably like sure. leaving him to to die and just took him you know
0: I would imagine Fergus does a pretty good job of protecting you. He's a guard dog. And a guard yeah. dog is supposed to like be able to kind of sense when there's danger. Yeah. Uh he's also probably not a very lovey dog in general. Like he probably no. doesn't just walk up to people and love on them. You know what I mean?
4: Right.
0: Yes. Um, but yeah, he's kind of growling and and doesn't want to get like closer to him. And uh Duncan kind of opens up his eyes and kind of sees what's going on. He's like, he's like, hey, yeah, I'm an asshole. Furry animals don't love me. And uh he kind of like says that dismissively and he's like you don't have to leave the dog here if you're not comfortable and the dog just kind of like lets out a low growl again
1: well i can't take the dog down a sheer cliff down the cave mouth and i think that it's not like this man's gonna kill my dog in the state that he's in. So I'm confident Fergus can defend himself if things got to that point. Yeah. Um, and I also at- if
6: we all get trapped and died, like the dog has plenty of food. He's gonna last longer than us.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I look at Fergus and I, I get down on my knees and I pet him and I say, All right, boy, here's the thing. This man, whether he's a good man or he's a bad man, is in no condition to do anything anymore. And what we need to do is go find the other people he was with so daddy can get paid and we can get a place where you never have to worry about meeting terrible men again. And uh, so, yeah,
0: I'm going to say that you do, you know, you do a good job of, uh, of kind of putting the dog at ease, but there's a hot second there where you're leaning down in front of him and he's looking through you and he's growling, like looking through you growling at this man wow uh, but you're able to kind of get him to wag his tail and kind of he'll he'll walk on over to like a corner and kind of lay down and just stare at him
1: yeah i think even then that even then like even though theo said like stay with him and cuddle for warmth i tell um i tell fergus um mouth the cave basically and 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 like he knows better like if if anything comes he'll bark and we'll probably hear him from down at the bottom of like that chasm but Maybe, who knows? That's the hope. Not that we'll make it back up in time, but.
6: Um, What kind of supplies did Duncan have on him anyway? Does he have more things to burn and stuff in his own supplies?
1: Oh yeah, does he have like, I I wanna make sure this man does not have a weapon to stab my dog
4: with.
0: (laughs) Uh, He's got like his climbing gear, like his pickaxe and stuff like that. Um, And he's got like his, uh, like he's got tons of rope and stuff like that he has climbing gear he has like a second set of boots like spikes in his boots he has a large pack uh that was kind of like kind of strewn to the side of him when you found him uh bedroll like cook like pots pans that kind of stuff a little bit of like food left uh water skin but nothing like he doesn't have any like uh swords or anything like that like i mean the only weapon he has is like his climbing axe
6: Does he have anything to burn? Oil, a lantern, anything like that in his pack?
0: A lot of the stuff that was actually in his backpack was shattered. So there was various pieces of like glass and oil and shit she... that just shattered and seeped mm-hmm. through
4: his backpack. shit.
1: Would it be terrible to take that climbing gear and be like, you're not going to need this right now, bud. We're going to use this to he's get not down climbing to
6: the Yeah,
0: he's not climbing
1: anywhere. He's not climbing, climbing anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just grab, just
0: grab his gear and go. He's, he's, oh. can, Duncan does not like the idea of you taking his climbing gear.
4: Well fucking.
1: Yeah. I no fa- like <laughs> I got a two empathy, bro. I go, well, bud, we just fucking patched your leg and I gave you my analgesics. So uh painkillers for climbing gear. Fucking deal with it. And I just take it.
6: Yeah, Dun- Duncan you you can't climb on this leg. We'll
2: we'll 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 bring it back and return
1: it. He looks at you and he says, he
0: says, the way down into the cave, there's it leads down into the into the crevasse, into the mountain. There's not a lot of climbing going on. He's like, I crawled up on my hands.
1: I go, look at me. I'm not a man who climbs on his hands.
6: Wow. <laughs> uh, we might... He
1: shoots you some daggers,
0: man. He bites back through the pain and shoots you some daggers.
6: Okay, okay, okay. Everybody, let's just take a breath. Aoife <laughs> just going to, like...
5: Oh, gosh. Like... Elbow check Theo and um, not Theo and uh, nudge for him to to follow her out of earshot of this guy.
3: Yeah, during this whole win. thing though, uh, like Dragomir didn't say anything, but he totally just stood behind and had his back. Yep, I was like I, didn't, I, didn't give da- didn't give daggers back, but just like looked at him like you want to go, bro.
1: Yeah, I uh, and when <laughs> I walk away with Eva out of earshot, I got this man's climbing gear in my hands.
0: <laughs> uh, c- Charlie, are you in the tent still, or are you outside with? Jowan, uh in Eva
2: uh no i would be kind of inside with duncan
0: okay you're inside the tent with duncan and uh theo and you're still inside the tent too the yeah, other three i'm patching outside. him up
6: getting him stable at this point i will remove some more of his clothes to make sure there's nothing i can do for like his ribs or anything too
0: he uh looks at you and uh he's like you take you take my climbing gear he's like that's that saved my life more than it's the only thing I've got left. He's like, patch me up, leave me on the mountainside to die. Go find your friends.
6: We'll bring it back, Duncan. We're coming back.
1: Not keeping it. I don't want your stuff. I just want. To be well, able to you're not down. there, Jal. Oh, that's right. You that's right.
2: You can't climb like this. He wants to. He wants to keep it in case he does die. It's not about climbing and leaving. It's about him.
0: Yeah. yeah. He he looks at Charlie like she, she. gets... Peace.
2: He's traveled the he world with excited, that like, stuff.
4: He gets it, like,
2: He's traveled the world with his stuff.
6: We'll bring it back. I say like a promise, like no matter what.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like very well. Uh you start patching him up and um you uh I'm going to say, Charlie, are you um, is there anything else that you want to say uh, inside the tent to Duncan or anything else that you want to do inside the tent?
2: Just uh, just kind of traveler to traveler. She kind of respects that he's traveled the world like he's a well-known name. Right. She's probably heard of him. She's probably read of him. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. You've traveled many adventures. I, I hope you hold on strong and we can get back to you so you can travel again or find a final resting place more comfortable than this.
4: He uh he sorry one sec. No, it's
2: okay. Small Damn Dow. Damn.
6: Listen we, we need okay. to get that pickaxe back for Duncan, man. This is not okay.
3: Listen, I have I, I, so wait, listen. I actually have a pickaxe. Within my gear,
2: but it's it's climbing gear. It's not just pickaxe. No, I, I
3: have a pickaxe, like you know, like setting up camp and yeah. shit like that. I have that in a little. Joe just doesn't want him like, to
2: pickaxe murder his dog.
3: Yeah, that's what it is, basically.
1: <laughs> it's, right? it, yeah. yeah, this is twofold. One, I'm yeah. taking away anything he has to use against my dog. My dog has a bad feeling about him. My dog can protect him without giving this man any. Your dog way can to also run. Yeah, but he wouldn't because he's not going to go away from me. He's waiting for me to return. run
2: towards you.
1: He's not. He can't jump down a straight shot.
2: It's
4: not a stage the cave. Shot. We're going into the dog, a cave. The dog
6: can outrun the pig axe, man. Should he decide to get pig axe murder? Like he's gonna bust it.
2: So we're I not. Cave, we're not. You know. No, no, we're not going down a cliff. We're going like deeper into a cave.
1: You're just walking into the cave. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I thought down. the cave had. I thought the cave had. Uh, no, your dog uh, could get
2: into the cave if
6: he wants to.
1: Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um. Oh, in that case, yeah. Then You'll I don't relent- need this stuff. But at the the same time, yeah, okay, I thought there was a climb necessary to get down to where these people were, where the cave-in happened.
4: No, no Jow,
2: he- You're just stealing a climbing gear to be an ass.
1: <laughs> no, here's the thing: is that that is absolutely not what John would do. Like, to it, it, gotcha. It, it was it was more of those things where I thought it was going to be something helpful to us to get to his friends and make it quicker. That um, is going.
3: I actually thought you just thought that. Hey, we're going into caves. We might need this shit. That, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's, also, that's
1: also my yeah. mentality. Like,
3: you so are know, we, right are now, we
0: are we are we kind of recanting that, or are we going to play with it and then you're going to bring it back, like, and say, hey, you know what? Never mind. Keep your shit. Like, how do you want to do that?
1: You know what, I think, I think I had it in my hands and I was ready to go into the caves with it. And I walk back and I say, uh, I go, if you're a man who's about to die and you want to be buried with these things, we can do that for you. If you don't want to die without them. And I look at Charlie and say, because you've traveled the world with these and they're your worldly possessions. I hand them back to him. But I say, but if we need this and we don't have it, and we go down to your cave to find your friends. Remember, we came here to rescue your fuck up. And I say, if we don't have what we need,
6: it was an explosion, Jow. It wasn't his fuck up.
1: And I look at you, and I look at you, Theo, and I say, "Then it sounds like something that I'm a magientist fucked up." All I'm yeah, saying, yeah, probably. All I'm saying is that we need everything at our disposal to get the fuck out of here with whoever we can. You need to be," he said. I, like I just, you see, Jow get very frustrated, and he just says, "Like these are the kind of problems that are easily." Mm solved no. with the right tools you just need to go in prepare and like i look at uh duncan and i say my dog's here to protect you i don't know what he has against you but here's the thing i say we're going down there if you come up if we come up and you're dead we'll bury you with your things if we go down there and we come back and it was a pain in the ass for us to get down there without the things that you could have lent us and you're alive i'm going to bolt it against you for the rest of your life
0: He looks at you after you kind of get done scolding him and being frustrated. And he looks at you and he says, he says, young man, he's like, I've seen death many times and it wears many faces. He goes, I've narrowly escaped my fair share. He says, I'm not afraid of dying. And then he kind of like swallows hard and he, tears start kind of streaming down his face and he says, I'm afraid of dying alone. And he kind of just like, Turns his head and he says, uh, to, he turns his head away from the rest of you and he says, Go be quick. Find your friends. Don't let like, me die alone.
6: Do we have anything we can make it like a stretcher or a leader with to like bring him down there with us? If there's no climbs, yeah. like now now Theo's just like, fuck, I don't want to leave this guy to die alone. Like I just I can't do it. Yeah, like, I mean, can they they use the tent be... poles and like the tent canvas.
3: Yeah, we could we well, could with take the 2 what to do, do, right? I
0: feel like so this is this is a big part of your character, like If you, if you want to go and find Mason, like I could understand where that's coming from. If you are like morally compelled to stay here with this person, um, perhaps that's too painful, right? You've done that with, you've literally sucked the life out of children before that you were alone with. So like, I I don't know. Uh, But whatever, whatever you think Theo would do in this moment, I want you to be true to your character. And if it means staying here, like I'll work with that. If it means but, going with the rest of the group, no. He
6: wants it. to find like yes. solution C, which is like, can we bring him with us? Can yeah, yep. use or the tent poles.
3: Nope. Yeah, we okay. could if we, we could take to two two tent poles and the canvas and make a. <laughs> yeah, if
6: tent he said there's no <laughs> climbs, like he found <laughs> himself, we should be able to.
3: Yeah, you know, you put them parallel to each other, and you yep. roll the shit together, and you slap them on top of it. But now we now we're going down there with an invalid.
2: He knows the way. He might also be the only person we end up saving. I don't know. I think I think we
1: should bring him with us too. If this is the only man, I'll be
6: able to provide medical attention as we go. If this is
1: the only man we're going to end up saving, you think that we have a better chance of keeping this man alive, dragging him through a cave system on a makeshift stretcher, than leaving him here with things that will keep him alive for longer? You guys Uh are fucking crazy. Let's get the fuck out of here and find those idiots that up the cave. The
6: biggest risk of him dying is that he is too still. He's lost too much blood and he gets too cold. That won't happen if we're with him. Mm-hmm. That's the most immediate chance of him dying right now.
4: Yeah,
1: I was like, oh, fucking science. Means, <laughs> I, I said, like, you move this man, and he has an entirely different set of problems.
6: The problems that'll take longer to kill him.
1: I'm no scientist. All I know is that there are, what, four other people down there, three other people down there, that uh, potentially are still alive. He
0: was confident that one of them was dead.
6: Right. I'm going to run this by, I'm going to, I'm going to ask Duncan. I'm going to get consent here. I'm like, Duncan, been thinking, come up with another option. We can try to take you with us. We can use the tent poles and the canvas and strap you to it tight. It's not going to be comfortable. Yo, we can keep you warm though.
0: He looks at you and he's like, he kind of like bites his lip a little bit. And he, you know how you're
6: he, feeling right now. Of, Do you think you can handle it?
0: His eyes kind of go a little distant and stuff. And, uh, he, uh, he looks at you and he says, I'll go with you.
6: All right, one more adventure. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully more after this, but at least one there more. more, yeah.
0: He uh, so we're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, kind of start wrapping things up here. So there's one last thing that I wanted to do. So Contain- uh, <laughs> reluctantly, you know, Jao Zhao, Jao's not a big fan of this idea. Uh, mm-hmm. he's pretty opposed to it. He thinks it'll kill uh, Duncan. Theo brings up a good point. He thinks that perhaps they can transport Duncan uh, and keep him warm. Uh, I guess real quick before I go forward, kind of what does uh, uh, Aoife and uh, Dragomir and Charlie think of this?
3: Dragomir agrees with Jao for once. Uh, this, is, this, is, <laughs> this is not good. Uh, this, listen, I am getting paid. So I will do what you tell me to do, science boy. But this is pretty ridiculous. I understand he doesn't want to die alone. I respect that. I can respect bringing him uh for that reason, but we'll be much harder on all of us.
6: I know that, but we can always we can always stop farther in the cave, dying on the cliffside or dying two hours in is or putting him down two hours in is that's two hours closer to us that we can get back if we need to stop, we can stop and set up the tent inside and okay. we' get closer to where we could respond.
3: It's fine. I can't carry him. I have to be ready to defend you. So, yep, wonderful point. If we get this
1: jumped by right. anything,
6: <laughs> me and Zhao <Jiao> will carry
1: him. Zhao <laughs> uh, literally Charlie. is walking away. He says, "We get, we get jumped by anything down there. Uh, anything unexpected happens. This man is nothing but a burden."
0: Charlie, what do you think?
2: Uh, Charlie, Charlie also doesn't want to leave him behind. She wants to take him with us uh she's kind of here to to find people and bring them back what stay with him she would but she also needs to she feels like she needs to guide them into the cave she'd rather bring him with us um if the going gets
6: too hard we'll post him up inside the cave then we might be six hours round trip instead of 12 from him who knows
2: and if she has then, to, if she can, she'll carry him too. She'll help carry him.
6: I think Jow's too pissed to help right now. So me and Charlie. <laughs> we,
2: tra- we, travel, we travel slower carrying this man. Like we do travel slower. But I mean, we're. I, we're she, she doesn't oh, so want to leave bi- him behind. She doesn't want to leave him behind. And like, they're here to save people. This is the only one that we can knowingly do something right now.
1: Let me say, Rainy the player loves this moral quandary yeah. that like is dividing this party. I love it. Uh, yeah, but you obviously got you guys know how. Chad yeah, feels
2: about no, this. no, no. She'll do. Yeah, she'll do everything she can. I also just wanted know. to add, I have extra belts to help strap him in. <laughs> oh,
1: that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Edgy, edge lord over here, buddy. I, I have fifteen belts. I'm like every JRPG. Oh, character ask her how many bars know. of soap she has. I've only got like I three belts. Belt. The
3: soap is awesome. He's gonna be he's gonna die a very clean man,
5: Duncan. Yeah. Yep.
3: <laughs> Let's wash you up. You're gonna smell good.
0: Eva, what are your thoughts?
5: Uh Eva's just <laughs> been watching this whole thing it, pretty much in silence. Um, and when when Jou's said his piece and storms out like 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 a, like an impatient child, she looks down at, at the dog and goes, go get him, boy. And then after after the dog goes after him, kind of looks back up towards Theo and goes, this is a rescue mission. I'll carry him myself if I fucking got to.
4: Thank oh, you, she's
0: got a heart. And some guns. I love it.
6: If it gets bad in there, I know we might have to put him down. I, I know. Try. It's <sighs> better to keep
0: him close. Like, place him on the ground or...
6: Yeah, like put put him down and set a tent up like somewhere inside the
3: cave. <laughs> Double meaning there. Can you go me a herd her that completely misunderstands? It's like, <laughs> true. Like, yes. Don't I was like, finally,
1: me. science boy makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Exactly what I thought too.
6: I mean, like physically guys, place him, not just
1: like. You guys start to um. It. You're you're
0: packing up the area that you made you. Go ahead. You bandage him up as much as you can. You get ready to transport him. You make you improvise some sort of makeshift like stretcher thing that two people can can carry him with, yeah. kind of one on each end and stuff like that. And um, as you're packing up, uh, whoever whoever's at the whoever's at his head, um, maybe probably the person Theo, the person that's giving him medical treatment, so you can it, monitor his like it, respiration. It, it's
5: it's yeah. probably Theo at his head, if at like his feet.
0: <laughs> so. You notice he kind of like his eyes kind of wander. Gabe, I'm almost done. Okay, bud. Okay, great. I'm almost done. <laughs> Whatever you want, bud. Just not electronics. Perfect. The wall works. <laughs> uh, so he's just literally spraying shit with a squirt gun. I love it. So he uh, his eyes kind of drift over towards the uh, towards the cliff, the edge a little bit, and then his um. He kind of like, his eyes like just like wince just a little bit. And he like moves his head back. And as you guys start walking and descending down into the cave, he kind of closes his eyes as you're carrying him. And he just, uh, everything is very quiet. You just hear the echoes of the footsteps throughout the cave. And then he just starts, he starts humming a very familiar tune to you. And he's like, just the deep voice resonates in the cave. And he's like, "Mm And he's just humming, he's humming that same song that Mason hummed in the cave, uh, in, the, in the camp. Um, yeah, and he starts humming that as you're descending down into the cave. And like the tiniest smile, like just so slight, just uh, goes across his face as you guys descend down into the cave with him. And that is where we will wrap up this session.
5: Oh my God.
4: Yeah, oh, shit, guys, we're fucked. Yeah, we are.
5: Oh, totally.